Dungeons are great, but they're not made to be pulling while he's yanking around. He's got 250,000 miles. Whiskey Bros. Your yeah. source for whiskey, wine, and everything fine. Yeah, we'll see you. Yeah, it's not going to be Oh, I tell you. 14 miles ago. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. It was great because he's on my park board now, and uh, we're getting a new police station in town. So the police chief was there, and they used to go to school together. And like the police chief, you know who I'm talking about. He walks in the door and sees him over there. He didn't know he was on. He just yells out, "Beans, what's up, Beans?" (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty funny. How how did you not love that dude? I know, right? (laughs) I bet we let's get going. I think uh, I think we are going. Are we? We're going. Hey, you're getting sneaky. Yeah, I'm getting good. Was that uh, that whiskey that you were talking about, Brad? Did it look like that? Except not the American flag, but like the back of his koozie. That peerless had like no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm literally. I'm talking. I know it was Pikesville. I just couldn't remember red? if the writing was green, green or, or red. red. Yeah. Okay, well, gotcha. let's quit talking about gotcha. Pikesville and, and be about Pikesville. <laughs> I'm looking this yeah. shit up. Share it, share it, share it. I think there was a red Pikesville. Oh boy, summer's here. Man, it really is. Today's Holy the first day that I felt it. Yeah, like, but it's hot. Yeah. I felt like I was wearing the phrase out, man, can't <laughs> complain about this weather for so long. <laughs> yeah, like, it was awesome. I we felt did. like I was going to jinx it because yep. I just kept going, man, we, we have the it, weather's amazing. We got it really, really good until we don't. Yeah. And then, yeah. But that's the longest spring I think we've oh, it had. Is. Yeah, it's, it was a it great is. spring. In a decade plus. Yeah, glorious. Uh, All right. Welcome back to the show. And it's our 50th. 50th. Oh, yeah. boom. We got I a think, special one for you. Yeah, we, do, we got a deal. very, a very special one. I don't have I don't have any built-in sound effects, so I'm just clapping, <laughs> clapping for us. <laughs> no, if we had internet, I could probably download some of those, if we, those yeah. uh, sound and clips we, and make we. this we. real professional, yeah. business-like sounding. I'm, Coco. Thank you Business to liar. our twelve Bro. listeners. Are we up to twelve? I think we was up to yeah, thirteen. Now. Thirteen. Yeah. After, yeah. The, after the last. Got to be. Yeah. Wow. They seen that. They seen that alien video we put out. And that that did it. We yeah. gained an extra. <laughs> you guys are you guys are growing. <laughs> we are, dude. We're getting so big, dude. We don't I even mean, know what to do. I swear, <laughs> we get a listener every three episodes. Oh, look at him. He don't even. Forget, I know. Everybody passes the whiskey to him, and then it just it stops. Just stops. The disrespect. <laughs> every sir, time. Every sir, time. You're oh, sounding my. a little intoxicated. <laughs> oh, it's the heat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a few heat strokes this week. Weekend, so forgive me. <laughs> yeah, you know, with heat strokes uh, goes brain cells. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they're yeah. gone. They're, yeah. They're, they're fucking gone. They're not coming back. But anyways, yes, it's our fiftieth, yeah. and it's a really special one. We're all really excited tonight because tonight we're joined by Brad Green from Fam. And Damn, tell us yeah. what that acronym is, man. Food Adventure Memories. Okay. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Family Adventure Memories. Food like Adventure it. Memories. I it mean, works both ways. Yeah. 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 It's food adventure memories, but the whole deal with it being called fam is because it's my family. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got to get you a little closer to that I'm mic. Sorry. Make a little yeah, more love to just it. Just bring it to you. Just right. get comfortable and then bring the whole. Yeah, yeah you can. You. There, there you go. Yeah, Don't yeah, be a Hafid, man. Hafid was terrible. I'm not used to being this, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. up close and personal. Sounds good. Hafid was all about the, uh, or sorry, Mr. Beans, or what, what's your name for him? Diesel? No, no, I don't <laughs> call him Diesel. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> nobody, nobody calls him Diesel. Nobody. <laughs> that, was a, that was a self-imposed one. That from, was. <laughs> I was like, you can't pick your own nickname. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you sure can't. Uh, but welcome, man. We're glad oh, to have you here. Um, so yeah, and I'm stoked to be here. Uh, exciting episode for us, and mm. I don't have a sh- I don't have a clue what the shit is we're going to be talking about because I haven't even pulled up the notes yet. I don't either. But, but cheers I'm pretty for the sure. 50th real quick. Oh, cheers, cheers to the yeah, 50th. Once and, stock gets out, mm. cheers to fam. Yeah, cheers. 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 
This boom, is, boom, that's boom. not whiskey. This is quite, I know, it's quite delicious. So good, man. I'm telling you, if you not if you if you've not ventured and found a bottle of Pikesville <sighs> rye, mm. it's it's one of my top favorites. Yeah, we're yeah. we're busting out some of our best for you. Yeah, and um, I feel honored. Yeah, we should be. We're honored to have you. Mm. Um, we were honored that last uh, pin what? or that challenge coin. Is oh that, yeah, that's yeah, that's a market seller one. Yeah, we've already got two or three, don't we? I think that's Docs. Yeah. Well, well yeah, he's cared so yeah. much about it. Take it. Yeah, Thanks, brother. Yeah, I, got, I yeah. got another one downstairs. Nice. Yeah, that's from Marker Sellers. Sorry, I just got new glasses and I'm still trying to get used to them. I'm getting old. Yeah, uh, are we all are. you're speaking to the crowd. How old are you? 47. Oh, you're doing great, man. I would still think you're way young 40s or old 30s. Oh, thanks. Man. I'm really surprised. I I'm, I'm honestly yeah. surprised. What's the secret? Cycling. Um, cycling. You know, drinking whiskey. Yeah. Eat, eating clean. Yeah. You know. Uh, hydration, I think. Okay. I talked mm. to my mom about this at length. Like when I was a kid, I don't remember anybody walking around with like water, mm-hmm. drinking water. No, constantly. yeah. And you know, we drink out Dr. Of Pepper's water hose and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was still, was, I drank out of the water hose yeah. the other day. But I mean, it was it was all everybody drank Coca Colas and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, and when you were a kid, my mom's seventy four. Mm-hmm. I was like, when you were a kid, do you remember anybody discussing hydration? No, not really. Anybody drinking water on a regular occasion? She's like, people didn't drink water unless they were thirsty. Thirsty, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's a big shift that I think a lot of us don't even think about. You know, it happened gradually. But now it's all of a sudden everybody's hydrated, hydrated, yeah. hydrated, mm-hmm. hydrated, and then thus polluting the planet with more and more plastic. Yep, I I don't participate in that. <clears throat> I'm a yeah. Uh, we have we have we have such a collection now of freaking <laughs> Yeti thermoses oh, and cups and wait, dude, wait and, the and kids they never get, get used anymore. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and what portion what portion of your water comes out of plastic? Uh, mine, I would say probably 20%. Okay. I, uh, it's in the tractor. I left it. I brought a big 64 ounce uh, thermos full of ice water while I was uh, bailing hay today. So yeah. I'm trying to be conscious of and not use plastic water. But then we just drank one on, on the way here. Heck yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. I so mean, it's, easy. it's yeah. pretty hard to beat the convenience. But oh, yeah. I, I know it is, but that's, I do. that's I, sad because there's a shitload of plastic. I worry that shit now. is like leaching. Oh, yeah. You know, Phthalates into the water, mm-hmm. shrinking your taint. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that, that may be part of our uh, our taint yeah. shrinkage problem. problem? No, have we, you not heard of a problem? I mean, no, no like, I think it is right. It's I've heard of Shanna Swan, right? Yeah. That's a researcher. Yeah, I've heard yeah, of yeah. low sperm count, but not no. Literally, taint there's shrinkage. a there's a correlation to the phthalates in your bloodstream and the length of your taint. And yeah. and this is one of the quickest evolutionary things that has occurred in our like observation. Yeah. And the, the taint has shrinked by, like, overall average, like, half an inch or something. What is the yeah. evolutional reason for that? I mean, obviously, I it's, it's, it's the shit in the... to figure it out, but... Yeah, it's like some, something getting in the way of our biology. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying uh, to figure out the uh, biology overcoming like our, this by making the butthole our, a little bit closer. cojones <laughs> should be a little bigger, and our, our meh should be a little longer. Yeah, you say that, though, but then you see primates, yeah. and they're... Isn't that... You know we're pretty large. I, know, I was watching a gorilla show the other night, and we're we're yeah, we're, off. we're on the low <laughs> we're off on the a low <laughs> end of the the spectrum. I mean, compared to like horses, yeah, yeah, we kind of got gypped there. But have y'all watched uh, the the new what is it, Chimp Nation? Oh, no, I, I have that on my list. It's freaking I fantastic. Yeah. I started watching it, but then my wife my wife couldn't get into it, so I was like, I'm gonna have to wait till you fall asleep. Yeah, and it's it was a little real. Yeah, no lie. Yeah. I listened, I listened to um, 
I forgot the guy that did it. Uh, he was on Rogan. Was yeah, the, the My interview. Octopus guy, My yeah, yeah, Octopus yeah, yeah, yeah. Teacher. Which was another one that I did not expect to enjoy. Right. And I watched right. it, and, and like five minutes in, I was like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? <laughs> it was all about <laughs> it, you know? Yeah, those are always good when you you, you don't you go into it not even having a clue, but then yeah. you, can't, you can't turn it off. Right. Dude, yeah. I, I watched one of those For like this tire week. or rubber. Her, oh, rubbers you can't, you can't, you can't turn that bullshit off. We have one of our faithful listeners, Brad Rieger, uh, yeah. told us he was going to watch Rubber. I have not heard a re- report uh, back from okay, him. Okay, I'm going to ask him. I don't know anything about that. But it we see like him I every Wednesday. You don't want to yeah. start watching yeah. it now. It is a cinematic <laughs> classic. Bro. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I did watch Her. That's yeah. a good one. Like, yeah. Joaquin okay. Phoenix can't lose. I mean, no, I know. Like and dude, even if it's a shitty story, he's such a good God, actor. Felt so is he an actor, too. or is he like truly mentally fucked up? Because there's a depth that you go to, and some of the stuff that he portrays. It's is like, there really a difference? Maybe you don't come back from that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he is. He's like the the poor man's uh, Daniel Day Lewis. You know, uh, he's yeah. such an immersive, wow. immersive actor. Yeah, but but he's so good. I listened to an interview with him recently on uh, Smartless, uh, and. He didn't seem as off as I would think. Really? You know, he's a very emotional person. Yeah. Oh, um, you could tell it from his yeah. performance. But, oh, you know, there he, was he seemed pretty down to earth. There was know? a persona he took on for a while. I don't know if it was just like staying in the role. They talked about it. And yeah. it was for uh, uh, I'm Not Me or whatever, the documentary they mm-hmm. did. When he was on Letterman and his hair was long, he like was chewing gum and yeah. it was it was bizarre. So they talked about that. Yeah. Was he and they talked about when he um faked like he was gonna try to uh quit acting and become a hardcore rapper. Um <laughs> and it was, I remember that. And it was all a ruse. Yeah. And it was just but he was just committed to staying in character. To that character. It was like an exercise. You know, if you think well, that's about like uh, what's his name, uh, Shallow LaBeouf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stuff that that guy does yeah. to stay in. Like but now he's just a motivational speaker. I know. <laughs> like, what was he in recently? I haven't seen I don't him know in recently. Hey, with the last one I seen him in, he Peanut was, Butter Falcon. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Great. Movie. But then the one where he was where he got all tatted up. Uh, I didn't see that. He was like a uh, I don't want to say he's like a gangster. I don't mm-hmm. think I but he was like that. the bodyguard, I believe. Huh. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it was in a movie, the uh, Tax Man uh, or something like that. A one-off movie called Nymphomaniac, hmm. and it was exactly what it's you like, think it'd mm, be about. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you, it was it was crazy to think that this was targeted to mainline cinema and not like triple X stuff that you would. Huh. But like, I, I think the same. Well, he was in the tank, the tank movie with uh, Gary. Yeah, yeah. Like he, oh, didn't, yeah. he didn't shower yeah. for like three months, and he like cut his actual face oh, for the shit. scar. And he was, I mean, he he was. He goes deep wow. into his characters. Wow. Listen, I, I have a hard pill to swallow, uh-huh. but it's my strong opinion that one of the worst actors of all time, Robert nope. De Niro. Think okay. about it. Think about okay. every, Yeah, exactly. Every role. <laughs> That's it. Everything he, he does. Yeah. He's, he's, okay, not a, yeah. he's not a horrible actor. He's just not diverse. That, yeah, he's not yeah. dynamic. He's good at the thing he does. Right? Yeah, so is you, Keanu Reeves. His, yeah. new, his new one where he's, uh, what's that chick? She was in Parks and Rec. He just had a baby, by something the way. Something grandpa. Yeah. He's like and 70 something years old he's, and, yeah. and shot a load. Al Pacino. Yep. Had a kid. Yeah, just had man. a baby. 82 years old. Pacino but he doesn't drink yes. water from water bottles. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. just saying. He doesn't have the shrinking tain. <laughs> yeah, he does. His tain is good. <laughs> Especially water bottles been sitting out in the heat. Like you just uh, don't want to do that. 
Like if no. you've been carrying around some water bottles in the back of the truck and you're just like, oh, I, have to drink I feel it. you're being a touch hypocritical. I think so. Too. Maybe. <laughs> I've seen the things this dude has drank. I mean, this is the same in guy. In an emergency that, situation, well, damn near, yeah. too. That I do claim to be a drink whore. Like Doc disappeared right. in a hunting expedition for like, I don't know, 10 hours one time. Well, yeah, you do stuff when you have to. But <laughs> he I think comes back, saying, a shoe normal. is completely blown out. We're like, dude, where the hell were you? Everybody was looking for you. Yeah, it's I like, oh, man, saved. I was after this uh, ram. I got lost and my shoe blew out. And he's like, and I had a five hour and a hot beer, hot in Coors my bag. Light. That's yeah. all you had for yes. hydration, <laughs> and it was true. outside. It was like today. <laughs> it was 105 <laughs> degrees. Like this dude could have died yeah. in no the hill thanks. country of Texas. I wouldn't have died. It, nobody ever found him. It's, it has just been like I got a survivor's heart. <laughs> you you tell yourself that, okay? <laughs> well, if I die, I, I, it may happen someday. I'm gonna die. Uh, maybe. All right, Brad. So we have a. Uh, a small experience with you. Uh, we hope to have more. We should have had more by now. Experience. Yeah. yeah, a large experience. Large. Well, this will serve yeah. as a birth for uh, our engagement. But we, every time we get together and we cook something or we're we're doing something, we're always referencing yeah. your uh, and your endeavor. Oh, it, man. it's always always brought up, and we're always comparing yeah. something that we're doing to what what takes place at at your at your house. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about. Uh, tell the people out there, the 13 of us that um, haven't had that experience, what what it, that is, what that experience is. Um, elevator pitch? <laughs> no, <laughs> we have we've got unlimited time, man. Oh yeah, let's no. have it. No, Tiao, tell um, us. I mean, however you want to start that. If you want to start how you how you started, where you come from, all that shit. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll get into it. Well, let's get into fam. I'll just tell you yeah. the, the the brief rundown of that. Like we used to always invite people over, couples you know, come over and hang out and I would be like, just bring five or six ingredients. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to stop by the store, that's fine. If you have something in your refrigerator yeah. or, but more importantly, like bring something you don't know what to do with, you yeah. know, or something. And I'd be hanging out cooking anyways. And so invariably I'd have two or three dishes I'm working on, or I have stuff that, that, you know, sauces that I've made or whatever, cause I'm always cooking. Uh-huh. And so we'd hang out and, drink wine and I'd cook like six, seven, eight courses, you know? And for years I kind of bounced this idea around, like, I want to do like an omakase style of dinner, like where people come. Lay terms. What's an omakase? So it's, that's chef's choice. Basically. Like when you go to a sushi bar, like a really nice sushi bar, you go, I'm going to put it on you. Yeah, you want to sit at the, yeah. at the sushi bar, at the, not at the, the table. Yeah. Sit at the sushi bar, talk and, to the sushi chef. And once you kind of have, have that respect <laughs> and, and you know that this guy knows what the hell he's doing, yeah. you just say, man, whatever, whatever, give me the best stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And that gives you a lot of latitude. Yeah. And they will go deep, yeah. deep, deep and pull yeah. out some cool stuff that you would otherwise be unaware of. That's that's the one of the biggest parts of it is like being surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you let that go, it's so much more enjoyable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's where the adventure part comes from, yeah. you know. Um, but and and the essence of it, from what you're saying, is you're, or in your basis, you're bringing people together, telling them to bring food. That's like that's that's the beginnings. Uh, you know, a hundred years ago, that's establishing a community. Right, right, right. Or two hundred years ago, yeah. that's establishing a community. It, like, how do we feed each other? It's definitely an effort to get more. And I don't mean this the way it's going to come out, but more tribal. Yeah, you know more yeah. more I, of a oh, yeah a more closer knit group instead of trying to be social media and you know do all this stuff. Yeah, you know, it's it's more of a connection, a true connection. I so. discovered that when I was taken uh, to Napa Valley and, and um, like 
was able to participate in one of these fine dining events. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody that's not really been to one has a misconception, yes, because they are extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. They are very posh. But when you get in there and uh-huh. you get like in the middle of it, the connection is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, you kind of get it. And right. we, we had the luxury of sitting in the kitchen mm-hmm. at this uh, Michelin star. Mm. Michelin. <laughs> How do you say it? No Michelins in Texas. No, no, no Michelins in None. Texas. It's so disappointing. It so is. You, you say it true Texan way. I'm, I'm Michelin star. I say Michelin. It Michelin, Michelin star. Michelin. It's like if the tire. If oh, you're yeah. going for the French pronunciation, it's Michelin. Michelin. But it's yeah. Michelin. It's Michelin. It's a Michelin star. God dang, it's know? the same as a freaking tire. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> but yeah, connection and an understanding of like, just a primitive around, you know, yeah. a century ago, or yeah. sorry, a millennium ago yeah. around the fire. Right. Yeah, but let's pause on that. So, because we've had some Michelin star conversation, in your humble opinion, you're a man of the food world. Mm-hmm. How the hell can Texas not have one? Just because the douchebags that are they don't saying, come through here, they don't come through here. I mean, come on. I mean, well, we got to have something, right? The restaurants that would survive to have a Michelin star don't get supported in the fashion that they do in a major metropolitan area. Mm. Like Dallas could reasonably have a Michelin star, but you you realize that it's not just the food. Like, yeah, it's, it's like they score on everything. Yeah, I mean it's. You know, the experience starts with the reservation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they literally, it's it's like having a health inspector, but for an experience. They, right. They want to see everything, and everything gets a score. Well, I mean, I hate saying this because, I mean, I, I hate this place, mm-hmm. and I'd be okay with it getting cut out of Texas. But to me, Houston would probably be a better that's fair. Place. Yeah, fair. See, I know. I would I take know, Houston painful. over It's Dallas. even painful to hear. It's, it is. Well, there's Houston a lot is more a, money there. Well, there's, there's more money. They money. have ocean there. I mean, yeah. they have more. I think there's just more Bigger than trade Dallas. Yeah. yeah. More. more yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they're more bougie, though. Yeah, I don't know if they are or not. They're probably but, not more bougie. Yeah, Dallas I, might have Houston's that. Houston's just kind of a hodgepodge of everything. Yeah, but there's, that's why I was thinking there maybe. There's a lot of diversity there. Yeah. 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 yeah, you don't need a Michelin to uh, have greatness. Of, Hell no, no, you really do You know, no. it's like you drop in these dirty-ass Indian restaurants in mm-hmm. Houston. You can find greatness there. Or, yeah. or north of Decatur. Or Alvord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen that place a hundred times. Dude, you have is it good? It's, it's pretty good. Is it? Yep. Yeah. No, it's scary. It is. It looks... You walk up into that thing, you're... It's it looks kinda, like a human trafficking thing. <laughs> that's exactly what we said, because in the back of it, it's got all these... Well, like, that's been rumored. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say yeah, rumors but, about places. But it's yeah, kind of sketchy looking. But, yeah. man, the food's good. Food's as good. long as food, we yeah. won't ask questions yeah. as long yeah. as they serve us <laughs> good food. So so I feel like part of it for you is is about the the family and sitting down to a an experience, okay? But oh. But I can't even imagine what it's like actually cooking with your family. I mean, once I fire up the stove, my family is like, poof. They are out. Well, thanks a lot, yeah. Doc. That tells us. Oh, no, no. Me, you guys are, bro are yeah, I mean, my geez. blood family. Well, yeah, yeah. I think we all know how that, even yeah, my wife, yeah. I'm like, but early in our marriage, she'd come in and try to help up, like, we got to establish some ground rules. This is, yeah. when I'm here, when I'm, this is my kitchen. I tell yeah. my wife all the time, this is my kitchen. Yeah. When I step on the ship, I'm yeah. the captain. There yeah. you go. And yeah. you ha- you really have to have that because yeah. things will get convoluted. People yeah. will be in the way. You got to exert that yeah. show of dominance, if yeah. you will. And that's not even to with Keep it organized. That's it, not even with your family or people that you're not used yeah. to. I, I feel like all three of us, even when we're cooking, we all kind of go like, okay, you're going to do that chunk over yeah. there. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Doc's going to be over but, there creating some sauce or some shit over here. And I mean, it's, it's just it's a lot I of fun when you get in the in the kitchen with like minded people, though. Yeah, yes. and you can cut up and cook, and everybody kind of has their own play. But that's yeah. got to take work yeah. and experience together. And yeah, sure. that and doesn't just click. Just time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Multiple. It can. can I've it? jumped in the kitchen with plenty of people and had a blast. Okay. You know? Um, it just there has to be mutual respect. That's it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna handle this. You want to help with this? You know, it's also mm-hmm. how you ask. You know. True. But my wife and I've been in the kitchen. I mean, we've been married for 23 years this year, and we've been together for four years leading up to that. That's incredible. Congratulations. Thanks, man. She's. I mean, she's my freaking rock. Yeah. I, I, I tell her all the time. I said, I tell you, I love you way too much because I don't think the words work. You know. Right. But I also you do know, they? I, I, don't, I don't think they do. No. You can say it, but there, there's other ways you yeah. they you show you convey that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still dating this woman. You know, there you she's go. amazing. Yeah. But um, so that's the other cool thing is I get I get to hang out in the kitchen with my wife, your best friend, and cook. Yeah. yeah. And we cut up, drink wine, listen to music, and just have a ball. Yeah. And then dinner service is so fun. Yeah. It's uh, you know it's it's almost I feel selfish because it's almost grat. I mean, it's super gratifying. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? There's there's this this um intangible that just comes from i i literally wrote this on a piece of paper five days ago and now i've like done all the steps to make it as good as i can and now i'm going to put it in front of you and you're going to get to taste it and it's going to bring some enlightenment to your life i have somehow made you happy you know yeah it's so much fun uh i think that comes from uh like having a servant's heart yeah and in such a way like you, you're, you're wanting to take a piece of yourself mm-hmm. and give it to somebody else, and and hope to not be disappointed by them. Now, have right. you ever had somebody come up and like hurt you because they have said this really sucked? No, <laughs> okay. I mean that's the beauty of you know serving nine courses. Yeah, is I tell people you know if, if somebody's like reluctant to like not eat one course, I go look, there's eight more courses. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to love everything. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would like is for you to try, try it. it. Yeah, you know, try it. and that's how it, that's how it was when I was there. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna lie. There was yeah, stuff right. that I was blown away by, yeah. and then there was stuff I was like, mm, yeah, it's not that this yeah. is not really for me. I can't. Yeah, it's and that's been fair. too long, unfortunately. But 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 you can't just. I but mean, I tried everything by God. I mean, I mean, the was, Rolling Stones can't just play one song right. nine times in a row. No, you know, no, you, you've got to have some diversity. Yep. So so what are you serving at? I mean, what experience, what what do you hope your clientele gets out of that experience? So when I write my menu, obviously I try to stay with, you know, seasonal stuff. What's mm-hmm. what's coming into season? What's at peak season? Um, and what are the flavors that I'm into? Um, but I also, you know, I try to balance each course leading into the next course. And the you know be re- uh, respective of the course that's following as well, mm-hmm. so you don't just stay in the same rut, stay in the same flavor, stay in the same style. Um, but I do have you know uh, a little bit of a rhythm that we've developed over the years. You know, I love to start with soup. Uh, I mm. think that that soup is so underrated, especially with our generation, and it's it's one of those things that yeah we've we've come to the conclusion that soup's not good. It's because we have it from a can. Well, that's part of it. But the other part is people quit buying homemade soup. True. And so people quit putting as much effort into homemade soup. It can literally be like a spine-tingling dynamic. Like, I've had soup so rich that, like, you know, you get the the tingles down your spine. Yes. And you're just like, I mean, I think that most soups can be fantastic if they're prepared with love. Yeah. You know? So... 
I'm trying to think of this. You prepared a soup when we were there. I think it was mm-hmm. like a butter bean soup mm-hmm. or what the hell? I don't remember. I don't remember either, man. I, yeah. yeah, I know you couldn't There's believe. no way. You know, <laughs> yeah. you but you that. present that and you create this experience of the soup and maybe right. it reemerges this idea right. in, in the person yeah. that, oh, and, my God. And that's you know? part of the challenge that I uh, established for myself right out of the gate because it's in my mind, and, and this is how crazy my mind works sometimes, but I think somebody just paid me to come to my house and they're going to eat my food. I'm going to put soup in front of them. And then, because most people are like, soup, seriously, I don't even like soup. Yeah. And then they go, fuck it, I paid for it. I'm going to taste it. Right. And then they're like, oh, oh my God. And then I'm like, okay, that's our handshake. Now we can be friends, you know? Now they have developed a little trust. Yeah. I I like that. That's, that's the, the thought process, you know? That's a really brilliant way to get started. Yeah. That's what you're not. You're not just, you know, bringing out your finest and most amazing right. presented dish. Right. It's just a little nudge into your territory. Yeah. Like, hey, let's try something. This is yeah. this is us branching out a little bit. This yeah. is something you're familiar with, mm-hmm. but it's not something you're familiar with, you know? So that's that's how my mind works. I but think that's, that's pretty pretty. Have pretty you ever branched into something totally daring that you're like Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know if this is gonna fly. Oh, yeah, I've done dishes before where I'm like, well, that's not gonna happen again. Uh, I did a cold buckwheat noodle. Uh-huh. Um, didn't go over well, but I did it in the heat of the summer, and I was trying to be respective of, you know, it's so good when you eat it on a hot summer day. Mm-hmm. But I failed to acknowledge that it's so good when you eat it by itself, not sandwiched mm-hmm. between other courses. Okay, yeah. So I think it fell short in that realm, but. You know, I, I mean, I've done a couple of courses where I'm like, mm. but then there's other courses where I'm like, how many more times can I serve this? Because it was so freaking good, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. Or it was such a success. Yeah. That's like how I, we feel about steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many more times can we eat this? How many different when ways can I prepare be, this? Yeah. yeah. Is, is beef in your offerings? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot. Um, it depends. Like, I, mean, I, I definitely tapered to you guys. No you know, answer. You guys, no answer. Less had, than hundred percent is acceptable. Yeah, so. we had we had steak. Are not? Didn't we? Or uh, there was a beef, beef on the table. Yeah, I'm trying to remember yeah. what the hell it was. Um, I think I did a coat of beef, coat of bois, the a ribeye mm-hmm. that was sliced. Yep. Um, and I believe salt, that's right. Maybe salt crusted potatoes. I'm gonna have to go back and look through yeah. uh, pictures. Well, I'm just gonna so, have to go back over there. Yeah, yeah that's so what we I need to do. I had a dinner last night, and we did. So the beef that I did was a, um, a bresciola, which is an air-dried beef. I did that for course three. I did a, a white peach pureed goat cheese, grilled peaches, grilled white peaches, um, a little bit of uh, dandelion uh, greens, um, bresciola, torn bresciola, and then uh, some red spring onions that I had charred and then chopped and made into like an Jesus. oil mm. and then a little bit of charred green onion like black charred green onion and just a little bit crush of black pepper we're gonna you need know, to take a break everybody was, we're gonna get some, <laughs> well, where, where do we go find some, something that can, I know, we can't. Yeah. can compare yeah. to that well we're yeah. gonna get to go buy some ingredients <laughs> <laughs> that was my, I, I thought about grabbing some uh that was my beef jack course. in the crack uh I did. Tacos, tacos on the way in <laughs> i did i had a butter jack and four tacos oh, and i'm God. feeling like such a piece of crap right now but that's the only thing i've had all day like i come out of the field and then he's on his way here and i've got yeah. a guy coming to pick up hey i'm like I have like 20 minutes. What do I do to get food? So this is why I, Jack in a box. Yeah. This is why I don't understand is we. Okay. So I was, I was hanging out with my wife this afternoon and 
I was making a sandwich and and she was like I was like, Do we have any cheese? And yeah, it is. It's like, no, we don't have any cheese, but we have some craft singles mm. in the fridge. And she was like, I'll just take a craft single on my sandwich, you know, if we don't have any cheese. And and why we even have craft singles. Yeah, where'd that come from? I don't even that's know. That's not cheese. Well, it's not that's, cheese. You can't yeah. call that yeah. cheese. And, and Legally, that's I, said, I don't think they can call it it's cheese. It's congealed vegetable And oil. she was like, well, <laughs> if you don't have cheese, you might as well throw some craft singles on there. And and I was like, wait, no, wait. Does it work like that? So if you don't have a mill, you run to Jack in the Box and and then you get this like mill like thing, okay? Which is the butter jack. Yeah. And 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 it what substitutes is, is a for a meal. Say what is a butter jack? I don't eat. It's, I don't eat fast food. Sorry. It's a, not a croissant. What's the other type of a brochet bun? A brioche. A brioche. brioche. Thank you. Uh, brioche bun. Uh, bacon. Some sort of butter sauce. <laughs> butter, <laughs> butter like sauce, and maybe whatever uh, patty's made out of. Yeah, yeah, meat like patty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very buttery. It's, it's, this, <laughs> but we get this. It perception. Got the job done. Okay, yeah, in a that's pinch. all that matters. So where does this perception come from that we can replace? A meal, a food with food-like substance. Oh, that's easy. Well, it was it's, either that or he didn't eat. Yeah. Well, that's that's that, the point. No, he's maybe talking that about would, singles. Are you still? Ta- yeah, are we yeah. Talking or about singles? A, oh, I, I'm, I'm re- just talking about food-like substances, like replacing that we whole foods yeah. with crap. Yeah, but it's the convenience. I mean, it's the convenience. convenience. I'm exactly not saying right. I haven't eaten Jack in the Box tacos, yeah, which have like craft months. singles in them. But you're right. I don't think they call it craft cheese. I think it's just craft singles. Yeah, they yeah. legally cannot call it cheese. I'm not. I'm not making a joke. It's no, the joke is on us, yeah. man, because yeah. we all grew up on those, and they still are out there. And, but that's it. It's a convenience factor. And I went down the rabbit hole of smash burgers for, for years, yeah. you know? Yeah. And a lot of people contend that it's not a true smash burger if it doesn't have a single on, a craft single, and I'm like, I'm not, I, I'm not going that route. I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm not going that route. Yeah. Yeah, that's no. not right. Yeah. Like true, not right. true, true sliced cheddar cheese yes. is easily findable I, now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. The, the craft thing. Mm-mm. But that's that's quote unquote American cheese, it's con- American consumerism, and inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and price. price. So, so maybe that's what we do. We we create a substance that's like <laughs> something that's whole and pure, cheese and cheaper, easier, faster. That's yes. right. And then we put the label American on it, mm-hmm. and then that's like. American well, cheese. That's what they're doing now. With and you ask why we don't have a Michelin star in Texas. Yeah, there you go. No joke. But that's yeah. also still going on now in the name of environmentalism with printing foods mm. or lab-grown foods. It's yep, the same dude, concept. Seriously. You're about to open up a gigantic <laughs> can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can. No. We should probably drink a little more before we talk I, about yeah. those things. Well, back, yeah. back but, to my story. Yes. Hold up. Let me finish real quick. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got a lot to tell. Yeah, so, so we were doing these dinners, you know, where we have people over and stuff, and I started talking to one of my buddies, and, and this went on for years. I was like, I want to do a concept where people come to my house and I cook what I want to cook. Yeah. And he's like, that sounds fun. Like, how are you going to, you know, and, and it was just uh-huh. like this pipe dream idea for years. You know, we'd sit in his garage and drink beer and talk about it. And in the meantime, I mean, I've been cooking since I was 11 years old. Like, food is the one constant in my life that I cannot stop thinking about. Yeah. You know, that's not my wife or my kids or whatever, you know. And that's surprising, though, because I'm, I can, I mean, I always think about food, but you don't look like me. You don't. <laughs> you, you don't, don't look like in the box. You don't look like a you know a, a fat Good stereotypical point. chef. <laughs> I never trust a skinny chef. Well, well you kind of uh, take he got on a bicycle that. this week. Yeah. I guarantee. There you go. It. Yes, I did. I yeah. rode this morning. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I think the misconception is I don't eat as much as I cook. Yeah. You know, I taste everything. Yeah. Um, but like during dinner service last night, you know, I served nine courses. Mm-hmm. I tasted everything before it went out, obviously. And I had a piece of sea bass that we served last night. Oh and God. then I had um, pasta bolognese. He just said okay. Doc's trigger word, yeah. Yeah. sea bass. Yeah. yeah. So I did a miso marinated 24-hour sea bass okay. and roasted it hot temp and then blowtorched the residual sugars to... It's oh, good. Give it, the, it's give good. it that crust. Yeah. Oh, that's it's delicious. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that's a trigger trigger food for me. So we started, you know, I, I, like I said, this was like this pipe dream idea. Mm. And then so December 2019, I told my wife, I said, look, I want to do this thing. And I said, I've already talked to a bunch of people. I've got people that said, if you announce it, I'll sign up for the first one. And so January 2020, like literally January First, I think I put out an announcement. Mm-hmm. I said, this is what we're doing. We're going to start this project. We're going to see what happens. I'd love to make a thing out of it. And the first one we did, it was seven courses. Yeah. And um, the only negative feedback I got back was too much food. Oh, that's not <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I told my wife, I said, well, well we got to do nine courses. And she's like, well, with too much food at seven I said, but with nine, I can offer smaller portions. Yeah. We can still have more variety. And so people can pick and choose. And if people get burnt towards the end or or either way, it just allows me to manage the portions a little mm-hmm. bit better. In my mind, it worked. Um, and I'm stuck on the odd numbers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and nine courses I found works a lot better. Um, but I did have to work on portion. And, I'm, and not only just what I put on the plate, but what I prepare, yeah, you know, because I'm more of an artist than a science. Okay. Just, I would say. So mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not like going, except for like fish. When I buy fish, you know, when I buy sea bass at $35 a pound, I'm like, okay, my portion size is going to be about three ounces per person. And I've got 18 people. I need at least three extra burn pieces you know, so mm-hmm. I need, and I'll run the numbers. So really, yeah, like you're, you're maximizing your budget at that yeah. point. Like, you yeah. got to make money. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know, and and then like, you know, but I used to would make like twice as much soup as I needed. Yeah. Or I would make yeah, like. Soup keeps. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. But there's only so much soup I can eat too. True. You know, I don't want to eat the same soup <laughs> three days in a row, you know. <laughs> um, but um, I've gotten better about how much I produce and, and everything, but I've also gotten better about how much I deliver uh, to the point where we keep, you know, we keep a trash bowl next to the sink when we're dumping plates instead of dumping it in the trash can. Um, It's, it's quieter, it's smoother, but Mm -hmm. it also is a visual reference for every dinner of how How much much is is getting returned, you know? Um, And so I'm constantly like, that's part of my my matrix. You know, I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. That's something I would have never thought of. Yeah. So, Talk about killer compost too. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it, but this thing has evolved, and and like I said, my wife and I still have a blast with it. Um, the only shitty part is the cleanup. You know, I mean, that's it's a, yeah, that's the subject I wanted to broach. Yeah, do y'all do the cleanup too? Oh yeah, my wife and I do the cleanup. So what time after you're done hosting one of your dinners, everybody's gone, you've cleaned up, 
you're ready to head to bed. What is it like 3 a.m.? Oh, we don't clean up everything that night. You wait um, until the next day. Because most everything goes through the dishwasher. Yeah. A for convenience, B for sanitation. True. You know, um, you know, obviously the bigger stuff gets hand washed, but a lot of times we go to bed and there's still all the wine bottles, all the wine glasses, yeah. all the water glasses are left Those on the can table. Wait. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got it down pretty good. You know, one of my kids always waits tables. And the way I started this whole thing was I told him, look, I want, I want to want you to do it, but I also you're going to do it either way. Yeah. But here's what I'm prepared to do. I'm going to give you $50 per dinner, and then you can keep whatever tips you get. And so now it's, hey, if you want your $50 from me, because they're making like, I don't want to say how much they make sometimes because right. it's, it's it's gross. they're making it's, good money because nobody's yeah. ups, they're, they're nobody's making, unhappy. They're making zero dollars, sir. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. If anybody zero from dollars, dollars. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Nothing. It's, so, it's they're doing it because but, they love their dad. Yeah, but now it's like if you want your fifty dollar allowance, you're going to help clean. Mm. I need you for thirty minutes after this. Yeah. You know, um, um, can we pass around that plastic bottle of water? Yeah, tr- you need to try this too. Yeah, yeah but let's okay. have this before um, we get too thick. Before, wow. yeah, well, let's have this before our taste buds are fried. Mm. Are we, yeah, we're having a disagreement rinse, on are courses. We rinsing here. glasses. Yeah, just swirl them, swirl and swallow. Out of, out of a plastic bottle, yeah, yeah. mind you. Yeah. Got to have those chemicals. To, yeah, to rinse gonad well. shrinkage right here. I hate to do this, but I have tiny bladder. I need to. Step, yeah, yeah, step on out, yeah, man. Yeah. I didn't know what the protocol was. We can shut her down. There's no protocol. Okay, we can hit pause. Yeah. What are we doing? Passing glasses yeah, down? Passing the glasses yeah, yeah. So we can, uh, there we go. Fill these all equally. Who gave Brad the shitty glass? I was wondering the same thing. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get to drink out of a Glencairn. Uh-uh. No, nope. Doc, no, not. Doc use, uh, you see how you get treated? Doc's <laughs> yeah. using that for his beer. That is kind of shitty. <laughs> I think that just means y'all need more Glencairns. That's, okay, so how, how old are your kids now? So 17 and 19. Are we okay. started again? Yeah. So what Yeah, we're rolling. Nice. My uh my youngest, you know, you were talking or you are you were talking about running kids around. Yeah. Um my youngest, we got him a car in February of this year and that that was the most emancipating thing. Mm. Like now I don't wow. have to worry about my kid out running, you know, trying to coordinate his schedule and pick him up from school and all this, but I mean, he's he's got a job and he's paying his car note, so that's good nice. stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Cheers to you, sir. Cheers yeah. to fam. This Cheers. is a 2020 wow. Thomas Handy from the Buffalo Trace Antique Cheers. Collection. Cheers, mm. guys. Yeah. Don't break it, Doc. <laughs> it's good. Mm. God, that's there's so much caramel on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of caramel. I get a lot of, like, Japanese plums. Mm-hmm. I was going to say plum, apple. Lots like, of plum. That's if great. you've ever had Japanese mm. plum mm-hmm. wine, I get so much of that. Like an ume? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I've been saying brioche wrong this whole time. It's okay. I don't, I don't remember what you. I said it as yeah. now. You've been saying what? Brioche. Saying. Yeah. What yeah. about it? Brioche. I've been saying it wrong. The bread. He's been saying baroshi. Bri- what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a kolache. <laughs> a barochi bun. Uh huh. No, how how'd you say it? Well, I don't remember now that I've been corrected. Huh. I didn't mean that. Like baroshi. How did you say it? Brioche. Uh, yeah, but Bri- the, I don't remember. There no. again, he says July. No, July. He doesn't. He says July. No, you said July. it wrong. July. Yeah, he's 
July. Mm-hmm. We're in the month of June. Next month is July. Yeah, you don't say it's June. Yeah. Yeah. It's not June. Jeez. It's, it's July. July it's either. This conversation. Well, I mean, we've, we've been having this conversation for 50 July. episodes. Yes. Uh-oh. 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 Touching hey, stuff I that? shouldn't yeah. touch. Yeah. You're, okay. making, you're making me wonder how I say it. July. July. Yeah. July. Well, it just, yeah, it depends because most people that, that say it wrong, it's they say it quick. It's July. Yeah. Fourth, so, of, fourth of July. July, yeah. July. Fourth of July. Yeah, you're, you're mm. teetering on Californian. That's know. okay. I know you yeah. spent some time out in oil field in West Texas, yeah, and that's yeah, close yeah, to California. Time. So, <laughs> Speaking of oil field, so that's how we got to know you. Uh, let's uh, segue into that, and then we can continue on with yeah, yeah, yeah. your story. But our story of how we got to know you um, was through... Mr. Diesel. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Beans. Diesel. Don't do that. Don't feed into <laughs> Don't it. Beat his ego. <laughs> He's going to be so happy that you called him that <laughs> on air. Don't do that. Uh, anyways, yeah, our buddy Hafid. Uh, I don't know. We had known him for a year at this point, and we're sitting yeah. on my back porch drinking and talking about cooking things. And and he's known that we were into these you know, passionate conversations about food, food and cooking. Yeah. yeah. And then he's that one time. He's hey. like, well, you guys should meet my good bread. And, uh, he does yeah. Cause I think we called you right on the back porch. That, yeah, that yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. He, he sounded like that. When he's he like, said yeah, it he too. does this thing yeah. in his house. He cooks these dinners and has, no, you, add, you need to add a little Hispanic. Into I can't. That. <laughs> uh, only no, not really. Cause Hafid don't even really sound. No, he really doesn't. But, uh, yeah, he proceeded to go on and on and we're like, Call him. Call this now. dude right now. <laughs> I think we did. Uh, we, did. we had yeah, just we finished having steak. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good odds. I, you were, you were probably potatoes. Yeah, yeah. probably yeah. you. But you were sipping on a whiskey or something because we got into talking about whiskey. Yeah. And anyways, oh, sure. <laughs> it's like a month or so later, we're arriving at your house, being yeah. greeted by a blackberry smash. I think so. I think yeah. it was. Yep. And so. that wasn't. It, was it was your daughter that was. No, I don't have a daughter. You know how? So it was mm-hmm. your son. Yeah. Oh, for oh well, way to. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought that. it was a girl. Jeez, well, <laughs> there was a there was a girl there. So my my older son was dating yeah. a girl at the time. That's, right. and, That's what it was. And yeah. she would come and help out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah. I could have swore it was a girl. So do your kids have it? I mean, I can't imagine what your kids, as far as appreciation for, they have zero. fine dining. They have zero. Really? Zero. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's 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 the. The biggest fu almost. <laughs> okay. <you know>? Okay. <laughs> now my oldest kid's gotten a, a lot better. Um, Did you say they're nineteen and seventeen? Yeah. Yeah. They they're just dickheads. Yeah. They're just you know? yeah, yeah. They don't know yet. Yeah. They will. They'll but, appreciate it. But my my youngest kid or my oldest kid, he went to fabrication school out in California for six months. And a that was the longest time he's ever been away from the house. Him and I have a fantastic relationship. Mm-hmm. I drove him out there, left the vehicle, and flew back. So yeah. we had this glorious road trip. Mm-hmm. But it was so funny because his homesickness was about food. Yeah. And so he would be like, every week it was like, hey, Dad, can you teach me how to make this? And so I would spend... That's encouraging. Yeah, I would spend like an hour on the phone with him going, okay, you need to get this and this. And, you know, I would send him a grocery list. Uh And then I'd be like, okay, you need to treat this like this and you need to do this. And because I also had the blessing of being able to... I stayed with him for about a week out Uh there. And I got to cook in the kitchen that he was going to be in. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys do the same thing, but I memorize kitchens. And I, I'll know. I'll go, okay, the yeah. cupboard next to the refrigerator, that's where she keeps this. And yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. And so I was able to, like, kind of dance him through the whole thing. And so by the time he got to come home, uh, I flew out there and we drove back. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a list of stuff that he wanted me to make for him, you know like buttered chicken and, you know, 
random stuff. And mm-hmm. so it was so really cool. So you drove cool. the Jack in the Box and got their butter sauce. Butter, butter sauce. Made so this, butter is, this is an Indian dish, but yeah. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was cool because I think it took that little shake yeah. for him to understand what he was missing. I have no know? doubt that they will arrive. Yeah. Definitely. I, t- I tell my youngest all the time, because I'll make something that's badass that I know that's like in his lane. Yeah. And it's almost like a just straight defiance. You know how when you when you say, hey, check this out, and somebody's like, nah, yeah. I'm cool. Nah, I'm good. And then the more you push, they're like way more resistant. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so, but he immediately starts at that point. Okay. So there's there's no retrieval, you I, know? There's no coming back. I hope to that my daughter I get to have things like that with her because my wife is not a foodie at yeah. all. She's she's the one that approaches food like sustenance. Yeah. I need it I to survive. I feel like you gotta yeah. create the foodie. Yeah. yeah, I think it's partly yeah. my responsibility, but I would love for my daughter one day to like. It's like you know, right now, it's just exposure, exposure. It's like different tastes, different yeah. textures. I don't yeah. know. We've just, exposed her to some pretty freaking amazing steaks, and she still probably chews yeah. chicken. I'm going to have her on Thursday, so. so there's, a, there's a flip side wait, to that, too. I mean, my wife we, or my oh, we're talking about Sarah. No, I was I was talking about your daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you want to have my wife, that's in between no. you and her. No, no, <laughs> so it's yeah. yeah the there's no <laughs> hope there. You're yeah. She's not coming along. I'm, yeah, Cora. Yeah. I, I can't wait because she's she's already like we um, rubbed little you know bits of steak on her lips and bacon just to. Um, <laughs> that's the bottle, yo. Yeah, I, w- uh, I want to read it. I was telling you uh, can have the rest of it. No, no, yeah, no, no, take no. it with you. We have plenty of that. We were talking earlier. I can't read. We were talking earlier how. Unfiltered whiskey. I've I've recently yeah. come to know. Yeah, see, uncut, yeah, unfiltered. Is, oh, that's definitely unfiltered. So, so you see when you see like legs on your glass, mm-hmm. like like you would with a good red wine. That's typically a, a indicator that it's uncut, unfiltered, mm-hmm. and, and that's a little that, bits of charcoal in there. That's too. that mouthfeel that that I love. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't get will that you, with filtered. Will yeah. you say what you were saying before? Yeah, I'm sorry. What? Uh, oh, about, about the, the uh, oh, yeah, protein. Yeah, when they when they chill filter, it causes the the residual proteins from the woods to coagulate, and then so they clump, so they don't go through the filtration. Uh, yeah. So they get. I mean, that that's the filtration, but that's what. I don't like it because then you end up with like a higher proof whiskey that's real thin and it drinks, they always drink hotter. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Um, you don't have the oily, creamy mm-hmm. mouthfeel like right. you do with this. That's got to be right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would, I'm, I'm hoping to right. expose my daughter <laughs> yeah, to yeah. It's right because I said so. <laughs> I'm hoping to expose my daughter to things like, you know, fine dining, appreciating really good food, but then also, you know, the humility of sometimes you just got to eat sardines from a can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, times. or Jack in the Box. Yeah. Like sardines okay. from a can are probably healthier. No, I, I, I think I think honest food. It yes. doesn't matter. Okay, if, it like doesn't this. matter if it's cheap or expensive. Right. But if it if it comes from a good place and it's made with the right intention, yeah. Like Jack in the Box. Uh, not to shit on Jack in the Box. No, but, you can shit on Jack in the but Box. But I mean, that's like a, Jack in the Box is awful. We're that's definitely not sponsored. It's by that's awful. Mass produced food. Right. Yes. I'm yes. talking about you know even if you go Factory. to the crappiest taco shop. And you've got some old lady back there that's making the tortillas, you know, and, and oh, they've yeah. been up cooking meat for, you know, six hours and a taco only cost you a dollar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cheap. But that's somebody made that with their hands, you know. Yeah. They didn't open up three cans and mix together some gravy out of a bag. You might have had to wait know. five extra minutes and paid two dollars extra. Yeah. One, yeah. Right. 
I mean, first but that's of all, honest. That's your definition. I need to of know honest. where this yeah. taco truck is that has dollar tacos anymore. <laughs> 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 they just seem to be getting more expensive. Oh my right god, here. everything yeah. is. Yeah, and yeah. and that's the thing is like, how good can a taco get? Yeah, you know, like we get to like seven Jeez. and eight dollar tacos. I'm like, what yeah. are we doing here? Torchies is getting ridiculous, yeah. and they uh, and fuzzies is they've kind of led that trend of fuzzies. Uh, uh, I think fuzzies, fuzzies shit the trash. bed. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. did, but they started. They started was, out they hot. Started out hot. and then it just. I mean, as soon as they just got really thick, yeah. you know, there was one on every corner. It, it just took it's a yeah, They used to have like California heat tacos. They still have them. Like that. Man, they used to be amazing. They when still they have first them. came out, had that uh, shrimp in it. Oh, but yeah, yeah, now that and Torchies, where you're getting up to oh, you know, yeah, Baja, yeah. five to eight dollars for one taco. Are you yeah. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's but burgers have gone the same route too. Everything yeah. is everything. You know, everything is. is. Yeah. Uh, the gringos have ruined it all. Yeah. We, our little Mexican mm. meat market. Yeah. You know, ten years ago, they had tablitas. The yeah. Thin cut, oh my god. And they were and they were like two fifty a pound. Yeah. $2. I think that $2. meal was like seven bucks. Seven yeah. bucks. The entire yeah. meal now. Then old whitey, we started talking to other whiteys, yeah. and all the whiteys yeah. came in. The gringos started buying up, and all of a sudden, it's like. Yeah, eight fifty a pound. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, eight fifty like a tri- pound. You got to pop the little eyes out of it. Just like you know, <laughs> it's like if I'm paying eight eight bucks a pound for some meat. Yeah. Now you don't like the the riblets in there, the little. Oh you, no, I I, anytime, I like them. Anytime you can cook work. something on a bone, it's better. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Amen. I but, agree. But in in some way, I think the I think food has gotten better because. In, and there again, I'm looking at sort of a bubble, but mm. in my past, I, you know, a good meal was actually, you know, a casserole with mm-hmm. with canned ingredients. And, yeah. uh, and you yeah. had different casseroles made up of different, like, recipes of different canned ingredients, yeah. but but it was all pretty much that. Yeah. And, I mean, and so we've come can, yeah. a long way. Food availability has cultures, like the, the influence of cultures and the awareness. Awareness. But, um, Right. There's been some big driving factors. But yeah, like a home cooked meal was maybe like some pan fried chicken, canned green beans, and some some canned corn. Some cream of mushroom on top of it. Yeah, there you go. But I think you guys touched on this on either your last podcast or the podcast before, talking about like. When you were a kid, there wasn't sushi bars everywhere. No, there wasn't. There weren't pokey restaurants. None of this is knocking on our parents or anybody that provided for us. It's just what they had. Yeah. Yeah. Available to right, yeah. right. Well, especially I mean, here. I mean, going out to eat a nice meal when we were kids was a completely different game. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, you literally, if you said, "Hey, we're gonna go have a nice meal," there was like three places to choose from. Yeah, no, you know, yeah, that were in your rotation. Yeah, our, yeah, going, but our they going weren't. out for a nice meal was Sonic yeah. on the on the reel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was yours. But even us, like South Lake people, yeah. oh, you yeah, know, it's like we, oh, we yeah, went to Macaroni Grill, yeah. you know, yeah. on Friday nights, and and or Buca de Peppa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and. And but now it's okay. Recently, we went to Macaroni Grill and it was like, geez, I can't believe I considered this like right. fine dining. Well, in, in all fairness, though, there's been this these two different curves that have been occurring. Macaroni uh-huh. Grill's progressively gotten worse, mm-hmm. yes, and your understanding and appreciation of food has gotten better. better yeah. So, you, you're further away than you've ever been. Yeah, yeah I remember oh, driving shit. to South Lake and Grapevine because you know, back in the day. It was that we called it Restaurant Row. Yeah, this yeah. was where yeah. all the you know every, the well-known chain restaurants, mm-hmm. all yeah. them that one fourteen corridor. Yeah, yeah. And back in the day when you were kids, you thought all that was just one big town. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, because South Lake, Grapevine, it was just. <laughs> but you those never were, knew when you were out of South Lake yeah. into Grapevine. And I still don't. <laughs> yeah, sometimes still don't. I don't. <laughs> but those were quote unquote high-end restaurants mm, right. for us growing just, up. That is, it is, it is, isn't it? Yeah, this is the one thing I strive to get one bottle a year. 
and splurge on. And so can I ask what MSRP is on this? 125? Yeah, I'd buy it. You ain't going to find it. But you're not going to find it at that. Yeah. You're going to yeah. pay yeah. secondary prices. Which I don't are pay seven, secondary for anything. Say it's 700 bucks. Yeah, I have found it on the store shelf once yeah. for 650 and I was like, Mm, okay, no. fuck it. I'll buy it. Well, it's still cheaper than wow. what you're going to find in secondary. Yeah, it's, mm. it was still cheaper, I mean, but, but and still, I found it. Like yeah. it was there. Yeah. So <sighs> that's just the one thing I would like. I want to splurge on. So speaking annually. of fine dining, what is your favorite steakhouse in the DFW area? Oh man, ongoing I, conversation. Don't, yeah, don't say nothing. I get. I gave up that battle a long time ago. Mm. I have a. I have a real problem relinquishing a high-end piece of meat to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, we we, we kind of have that same problem now because yeah. we're it's like all, a true. We treat the spoken like a true. Because every time we go somewhere, we're like, yeah, dang, man, we, we treat it spent more like a, less this money and, and yeah. cooked it way better. I think when we do that, we treat it like an experience versus yeah. okay, we're gonna go get it. like okay, we're the gonna steak's gonna it, be yeah. guaranteed to be good. Yeah. It's more for like the atmosphere yeah. and the yeah. camaraderie so, with your brother. So I'm going to follow up my answer and, and follow right with what you're saying. Like it, I find myself nowadays, if I go get a steak, I have to cancel out that mind blowing experience right. straight out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. And so we go to Marty B's there mm-hmm. in Bartonville okay. and they do a really good job on their steaks. Yeah. They source them from 44 farms. And I, you know, it's, it's never like blow your socks off, but yeah. it's always really Reliable. good. Reliable. You know? Yeah. Um, the only problem I find is people still don't get temperatures, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I agree. I've gotten even yep. more precise with the way I order my steak now. Okay. I, I want a warm rare. Yeah. I, I, you know, I want it as rare as it can be without it being cold, cold. on the inside. Yeah. So you're like 132. Mm, like 125. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. Um, if I'm going to go 135 is medium, isn't it? Yeah. If I'm going to go, uh, if I'm going to sous vide my own steak, I'm going to do it like 123, 125, and then sear it. You know, that's what I, I was going to say. I go to one, 120, right around 124. 118 yeah. for yeah. us. I mean, yeah. depending on thickness of the steak. Yeah. 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 Do yeah depending on thickness. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. throwing two and a half inches of. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's red tough. meat in a bag. Yeah. It, it's still tough to get <laughs> that really good quarter, sear sir. and not oh, two and a quarter yeah. over, yes. overcooking it if you've done <laughs> right. the sous vide. Right, right, right. Yeah. You're not going to turn it into a well done piece of shit. Right. But you, if you have a demanding steak eater, yeah. you might still overcook it just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is, I mean, I think the question remains: Why go to the steakhouse? Just well, it's for the experience. It's, it is, it's, it's and like, we it's don't a ritualistic to, thing. We don't have to cook or clean. That's that's yeah. the main thing, especially somebody serving you. Yeah. Like when I go out to eat, it's legitimately it's more for my wife. Okay. Right. Because a nobody's gonna impress her when we go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so spoiled. Right. And that's the flip side to this. You know, talking about well, my kids don't give a shit. Well, my yeah. wife kind of doesn't care either now because I mean, I you wouldn't believe all the food that I put in front of yeah. her. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. she's just like we go out to eat, and she's like. Yeah, <laughs> but but she doesn't have to clean. Yeah, you know, yeah. and because that's and you're, and you're being served. Yes, yes. yeah. I and mean, there's something about that whole thing of just get, being able to go and sit down and being treated like yeah. a, a king. If yeah, you will. and the staff. It's not just a steak. Even at those plate, the high end steakhouses, the staff is on oh, point. Oh yeah, yes, overwhelmingly yeah. so sometimes. Yeah, and 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 there's you know you were talking about I have like a server's heart, a servant's heart. Like I find myself doing that so much. It's nice to be on the other mm-hmm. side. Yes, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. so. It's a, but so I used to be a lot worse about like I would go out and just be like, can't believe they did this and this and mm-hmm. why, why is this? And it got to where I couldn't even enjoy going out to eat. Yeah. And 
I was getting on my own nerves. And I was just like, you know what? You got to let that go. You know, and then I started to understand, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, I tell my wife this all the time. Like, when you make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it's better than the one I make. Because I don't have to get the peanut butter out. Yeah. I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about what to do with the knife after I've mm-hmm. there's, there's put the peanut butter on. There's... I don't have to twist the bag, you know, and put it back. Well, right, wait, wait, wait. You we got we to gotta go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Peanut butter on one piece of bread, jelly on the second piece of bread? No. Peanut butter, peanut butter. You make an envelope, baby. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then jelly. But I guess yeah. it's got to be a thin, because that's the whole thing with peanut butter. You got to be very, very careful with well, your portions of peanut butter. Well, we're going to go down no. another rabbit hole. Yeah. You, you're probably a chunky guy. Uh, no, I'm, I'm more smooth on the yeah. sandwiches. I'm a creamy, yeah. creamy peanut butter. Is there yeah, a pin down there? Yeah, because there's no. nothing worse than tearing up your bread with the crunchy nah. peanut butter. Yeah. yeah, you have to have yeah. really crappy bread to run Dude. chunky peanut butter on the reg. Have you had yes. peanut butter on a cheeseburger yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was in Bro. Arkansas and had a PB, yeah. PB&J oh burger. That's, yeah. a, that's a thing from yeah. there. Me and, yeah. me and yeah. Doc, well, we had it at uh, Junction, well, Texas. Uh, my dad told him told me about it the first time i heard about it he had just been to arkansas yeah, yeah okay yeah i had this conversation just a week ago what kind of jelly was on the burger i think it was strawberry dude, we yeah. had apricot on it oh, oh my dude. i like that oh my that might was, work a little bit better but uh, the so this was my opinion mm. it was a good experience not something i would eat once a week yeah same you know same um but it was was surprisingly good yeah. so my my go-to speaking of peanut butter on burgers my go-to, so we we make smash burgers a lot. Uh, I bought half a cow this past year, and so I've been sitting on a ton of ground beef. Yep. Um, and so I started making candied jalapenos. Mm. And so I do a like a brown sugar simple syrup, cut uh-huh. fresh jalapenos like half an inch thick because so, when they shrivel, they get real thin if you cut them too thin to begin with. But anyways, um, and just cook them until they go that pickled color you know they're not that bright green anymore anyways in smash burger uh japanese mayonnaise not a brioche japanese. you don't yeah, have wait, to wait, we gotta stop right there Bro- yeah. broche that's what i was trying to say earlier. broche, broche. Yeah. Brioche. what is japanese brioche um, mayonnaise like a qp mayonnaise um comes I've in a squirt bottle or or oh you mean like a uh, duke's mayonnaise or duke's Dukes is my Dukes is good. Dukes is, yeah. is my my house mayonnaise. Mm. Uh, <laughs> is it still soybean oil though? I don't know. You just don't, I don't look. I don't yeah. care. These guys I, are on, things. on a poofa freaking kick right now. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm down know. that it's rabbit killing, hole. It's killing me. It, I'm with you, bad. but you're still you know talking about drinking water out of water bottles and yeah, stuff. it's I true. Mean, that's mm-hmm. it's a whole nother. I don't do that though. I don't do that. But, yeah. So mayonnaise, and then we have some truffle mustard on the top. And okay. the the uh, pickled or the candied jalapenos and cheddar cheese, and that's it. That's the the whole burger. Mm. But there's something that happens with the sharp cheddar cheese and the candied jalapenos that I swear has this like peanut butter note to it, huh. and it it does that exactly. It and I think it's just the fat and the sweetness. Yeah, yeah. You know because the cheese is fat, and then the peppers play into that, and that kind of gives this kind of dance, and it. It plays off of the beef flavor. It's so good. Oh, I can't even. I, I, it's such a. Simple you're going to cause me thing. to experiment. Yeah. hardcore. <laughs> it's it's well, such a, a little simple interaction, yeah. but it, it's like holy crap. Yep. You know, and that's that's what I told Doc about that burger we had. I was like, man, I don't know how many burgers that dude had to make before he found that exact 
the yes, ratio yeah, of peanut yeah. butter. Yeah. That wouldn't overpower everything, but still stood out. But it well, you just got s- subtle hints ever, yeah. ever, yeah. every like yeah. two or three chews. You'd be oh, there's some of that. Oh. I mean, it was a yeah. man that apricot jelly. Yeah. I thought yeah. was yeah, that worked was perfect. And it was probably local. It probably but, wasn't some yeah, Smucker's yeah. knockoff brand. Right. Or but riffing on that, recently we did like mustard and then honey, mm-hmm. and it was actually oh, you mean on a burger? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like. Mustard and honey <clears throat> that yep. goes well. Yeah, who thought it? There's a whole there's a whole salad dressing category based off of that exact concept. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> More importantly, how do you repackage your bread? You put the tab back on, or do you spin it, tuck it, and set it? Um, well, well, I'm a I'm a I'm a TikTok whore. So now I oh spin it and then flip it. Yep. Oh man, it We've works. We're doing bro. everything wrong. It works and it's easy to Wait, do. What do you mean spin it and flip it? Like set it on its top? So no, no you like spin take it and, it and you invert. spin it and then you invert it into itself and it basically you put your your bread into a bread Ziploc bag basically. Yeah. Man, I and you think about look it, it up, bro. So basically, you invert the. Jamie, pull it up. Bag yep. over the, <laughs> yeah, over Jamie, the bread. Jamie, I just go ahead spin pull it up and then the like pull it underneath the bread and then set it on that. So if yeah. I'm in a hurry, yeah, I, I do. just do the whole spin and flip. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. the the inverting thing keep it like it, it's awesome. But I think you got to get it down to probably three quarter or below. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Say yeah. To, do to have enough room to. Yeah. Hey, but before we leave Arkansas, I want to tell y'all something else. I uh, in Arkansas, y'all are gonna love this. Okay. This is right up your alley. We went to some. Little deli and with the chalkboard, you know, that tells what the pies they had. Oh, and yeah. And they had a grilled honey bun. And I mm-hmm. was like, so is this the name of one of y'all dessert, y'all's desserts? And the lady was like, no, it's a, it's a grilled we, honey bun. We take a honey bun and stick it on the griddle. Oh, that sounds amazing. And I was like, <laughs> and, it was, and it was like $1.50 or yeah. something. Like, give, me, like, yeah. give me four. I was like, hell, we're going to have to have two of those. Come yeah. on. I, Do I, you I, like I, smash I, it down with no, the? No, it was just. Like so, it's the the white icing, one, yeah, not the just glazed yeah. looking one, and they just set it straight on a griddle. I imagine there was just a pad of fake ass butter, and they so just it's one that it's, it's like a little Debbie one they pull out of the package, yeah, or like the no the old wholesome ones, oh, or whatever. Okay. you know the ones that look like shitty Casper food shit. you can yep. get off to right here, yeah, and and just just set it. it on the griddle and then flipped it. I mean, and it was warm oh. through, and it was all just. Melting. Gooey and nasty. Dude, can you imagine that with like a big ass like breakfast sausage patty? Dude, yeah. Big old cold guilty milk. I felt guilty it was so good. You know, chicken and wings, they're going to go away yeah. for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd never heard of that before. No, you know, I don't when think I was I've a kid, I used to microwave honey buns oh, like, yeah. before we go fishing in the morning or something, yeah. you know? Well, according to but, Doc, now your microwave is going to kill you too. Yeah. So. Oh, dude, I haven't had a microwave in 15, 20 years. Yeah. So, wow. We moved, we moved into our current house, and unbeknownst to me, there was a microwave in the pantry. Yeah. And so my, my wife saw it. She like opens the pantry, looks at the microwave, looks at me, <laughs> looks at the microwave, looks at me, and does the whole. Can we keep it? <laughs> yeah. And I was so, like, sure. It ended up being just a bread vault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, great bread vault. Yeah. Though, you know, How but you- it's not obvious why microwaves are not good, because a lot of people are thinking like maybe like microwaves they add like waves of radiation of radiation into yeah. the food but it turns out that the the type of heating action 
the the vibration of the molecules. Yeah, it's just tingling your water model. Yeah, it oxidizes the fats in the food. Yeah, you turn your speaking stuff into trans fat. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Don't you remember the movie? uh, What movie was that with uh, Bradley Cooper where he was? uh, Was it Hustle? Um, When he was Uh, talking American Sniper. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he was stories. talking about damn science oven, and it was back in the 70s or 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so speaking, we got to go down the old, uh, rabbit hole here. Speaking of microwaves and mm-hmm. tingling water molecules. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Kim Trails, here we come. So uh, now the new, the new thing <laughs> is the reason why everybody that was in top of the Twin Towers that was trying to hang on and think about jumping out. Oh, my god! They were taking their clothes off because... At some somehow they were sending microwave beams into it, and that's the reason Jesus. why their wet clothes from the sprinkler system. That's the reason why they were yanking their wet clothes off. You don't think it was all the fire? No, because they said if you had <laughs> if you had wet clothes on in a fire, why would you take them off? Because they're going to steam hot. and burn you. I don't know. They're, have you ever, have saying, you ever picked up a hot pan with a wet towel on? Oh, it? oh yeah. it sucks. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what they're saying now. By mm. the way, when they yeah. say ninety percent of fires, it's the steam that actually ends up killing the people. Yeah, from, yeah. 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 Or smoke inhalation. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah. too. But microwave from what? Man, targeted we, we, microwaves. We got, yeah, we got laser beams now, bro. Yeah, this two thousand one. So you're saying our government, on top of blowing up, the not buildings, only did they blow up the towers, they but they microwaved the people inside of it. <laughs> yeah, to get them out of there. <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying. Oh, it seems so still, logical to it's me. It's still yeah. too yeah. soon. I think. I think it's still too soon, man. That so I don't know if you drink a little more. I don't know if you've paid attention to our podcast, but yes. my one and only goal is to piss him off with. <laughs> Conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. Yes. Yeah. So now know. I'm like I'm on all. I'm probably getting watched by the government. I'm there's on so many. <laughs> you know, just to find things. There's so many good ones though. Like, there are a ton. And, of and, them. and if I don't know, I heard you guys talking disparagingly about Denton, but I think Denton's a lot of fun. But there's people there that oh, that yeah. are true flat earthers and have this oh, shit my. painted all on their car. Mm-hmm. And well, we, we, look, we it's we not just them. an act. No, They're, these people it's, are serious. I, no, I, like, some oh, something about the defiance are. of it. You know, it's like. Yeah. No, no, it's no. like, I'm going to believe, believe this the, oh, despite yeah. all the available no, no, evidence. No, no. But there's <laughs> you know? so many along that same vein. Like, you know, uh, you guys are aware of birds are birds are fake. Oh, right? yeah. We oh, had yeah, a yeah. podcast on that. Yeah. 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 I have not heard that one. Yep. Space is oh. fake. Oh, yeah. Okay. That one? Oh, yeah. You know what I think it is? I'll tell you what I think it is. It's the astrazine in the water no. that are making us all gay mm. and are taint lights. No, no. Smaller taints. No. I think. I believe we're in believe. I, I believe we're in a bit of a propositional tyranny. So we're told what to think. And so people have to assert their defiance uh as as far as their freedom of thought. Okay? Yeah. And 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 so by God, I'm gonna believe this. But then these people are also falling under this I don't know what you'd call it, but they talk about it in nineteen eighty four where like where you don't even believe your own eyes. So I could look mm-hmm. and say out the sky and say the Earth is obviously round because yeah, the horizon I, we're ends there, though. I, I yeah. We're there. This, I, so yeah, I think sure. this You can't is, believe your own eyes now. No. Yeah, this is the the defiance of that. Yeah. So people are gonna, going to say, okay, I have my right 
to believe whatever I want to believe. You sure do, but yeah. we have a right to call you a call fucking you an nut job, yeah. too. Well, yeah, I mean, it's obviously absurd. Hollow Earth is the new one that, that oh, came yeah. on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's it's, not new. It's picked up a lot of traction. It's not new. Yeah, that's right. No, it's the not. Why it's not, but it's, it's, there's a lot. Like, I've seen diagrams now oh, yeah. where they're, like, saying that, that there's this floating crust that's, like, 200 mm-hmm. miles deep, and then people actually live on the inverse of Inverted, that. Inverted, yeah. And then, I, we, ha- we talked about this, yes, remember? We did. Yeah, and, and all the, the tunnel access is mean, like in Brazil compelling. and stuff. You know yeah. what I would tell those people? The entrance to where you're seeking is in Old Faithful on Yellowstone. Yeah. yeah. Just go hop on down that hole and you'll arrive and everything's fine. Yeah. yeah it, border, it the only borders thing, on idiocy. The yeah. only thing that scares me yeah. about this shit is like, what if one of these is real? Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and here I've been thinking, there's no way. Well, that's what we time. said about, what's oh. his name? COVID. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Okay, oh. yeah. so like there's everybody. even more Alex Jones news. You know the whole thing about the water turning the frogs gay? He was right. Yep. He was right. Well, yeah. He's been yeah. right it's about Astrazine. Is that not it? Robert yeah. Kennedy Jr. was yeah. talking yeah. about that. Was he talking, really? You know, was well, he talking? They're, <laughs> they're hammering him. You know, they're pulling a bunch of videos of his, like, interviews that he did years ago. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and they're just ripping, believe him, it. They're ripping him down. Of course. Because he... Uh, because he's a, against no, the vac- vaccination yeah, and yeah. the woke culture. Oh, he's against he's against Biden. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Who, I mean, but well, they're part of the he's woke culture. Against the established he's, left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, he's he yeah. seems like a good person, a common sense person. Yeah. So yeah. naturally, he's being villainized. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, he had a whole um, dialogue on. I think it's called astrazine. That I think, municipalities I think right. are treating water with, and uh, frogs were you know turning them gay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. well, it was. Turning them into females, basically. Yeah, yeah. Chemically treating them into females. Yeah. And it's a real thing. So Alex Jones, once again. Is right. <laughs> it's, and then, and then uh, in that same light, that's what one of my fears is. It's like, I what know. if all these people are going, not not that I don't think this was the one, but right. what if everybody's saying the earth is flat? And then, you know, <laughs> 10 years from now, we're like, oh, holy oh, shit, shit, the earth is Well, flat. there's not much we can do about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... You know, I just I don't ever want to be that fool that believes something for so long, and then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I was wrong no. this whole yep. time, and and I argued with people over it. Yeah, you know? but it's gonna happen. Yeah, but so you, so that's why I try to keep an open mind. I listen to all this stuff, and then I'm like, we're in the world of Schrodinger's cat, ma'am. Yeah. So in one reality, the World Trade Center could have been demolished by our government, and yeah. no, 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 for sure, the, for, for, for sure, the two tires was a government job. Jesus. So what? What they did? No, it was it was a no. no. We all for have sure. our own individual opinions for on sure. the show. This is for real. Watch this. Yeah. So it was one of the whole thing. Hey, look over here. Don't pay attention to this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what yeah. happened was they took the towers out. So two days before the towers, I think it was Rumsfeld or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lost two oh, two trillion two trillion Donald. dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the same spot in the Pentagon where. It would have been impossible to crash a plane in at the angle of the explosion if you watch it. No, bro, there was a plane. There was no plane. There was no plane. Oh no, they say it was a plane. I believe them. I don't give a crap what you say. If you just look at the pictures (laughs) alone and think to yourself, there's no way a plane could have done that. Images of the plane. No, there's not. Yeah. Was it a plane? It wasn't a plane. No. Whatever it was, there was something impacting that plane. No, you're you're just have done that at the angle. This is the Mandela effect. Two thousand miles an hour, whatever. It's been. It's been. Well, okay. I'll tell you this. But so the same. You didn't actually see a plane. So. Bakalaka Daka knew where they were doing research to try to find that $2 trillion uh-huh. and just so happens to be right where the plane hit the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. And then all that evidence went away. Yeah. It's 
Okay. Anyways, any, when it <laughs> comes to our institutions, nothing is above reproach. Like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise no. me yeah. if they're all fucking dirty. So there's no, a, there's a the, right. one of the growing conspiracies is right now that they're telling that they're, they're being forthcoming about UAPs and aliens and oh, all this. Yeah. Because recent, this is a look over yeah. here, yep. don't look over oh, here yeah. thing. And I... What do you think, man? I could entertain that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think I could too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I also, part of me wants aliens to be real. I, I really do know. too. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping, like, in the man. next 10 or 20 years, like, come on, yeah. some tangible landing take place. Yeah, something, something. Come on, please. Show, show me something, <laughs> mister. Yeah. I'm to the point with aliens as I was when we first got into uh, Oak, Oak Island. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, just find some goddamn treasure. Go. Please, <laughs> yeah. just find some treasure. But if you, if you uh, take data from reputable sources, it's the consensus is Does that exist anymore? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. The consensus I mean, is they're not coming. They're already here. Right. And they're, if they're not coming from outer space, they're coming from, popping in from other dimensions. So. No, I, no, no, I still have that I told fear. That they coming from the ocean. We'll That's call it saying, the Brad here. fear. They were, yeah, they, I, they were I still here. have the same fear <laughs> that we're just kind of being dealt a story just to, you know, just it, to kind of draw our eyes away. Oh, my, for sure. My wife and I have this conversation all the time. Like, everything in your life is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Some of it's intentional, yeah. and some of it's just happenstance. You and know how frightening it would be if all you thought about was your existence right. all day, every day? Right. It's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, we need distractions. I get it. But yeah. some of it's intentional and deceptive and malicious. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I, I think about... So this is how my weird brain works, right? So... You know, television didn't didn't exist when our grandparents were alive, and now we are addicted to television. Mm. But the joke's on us because now everybody has become content creators, mm-hmm. so there doesn't need to be these huge construction. <laughs> I mean, production companies producing all this content to distract us. Yeah. We're busy distracting each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, I wonder if this is like a long play, mm-hmm. but. It'd be Mate, that's I, what, that's it, big conspiracy. Yeah, talk it's too, the same but. thing. If you look at the uh, climate uh, climate change that everybody that's been going on for like twenty years. Yeah, uh, I, I I can't remember the guy I was watching, but he's like the only change really is more taxes. He yeah. says if you look back at every big giant climate change push, the yeah. it's always been more taxes. The terminology mm-hmm. always changes. The fear mongering always ramps up. Yeah, and the only proposed solution is well, we need to take. We need to make the common man's life more difficult and tax him more. Yep. That's always the only, that's what drives me insane. It's mm-hmm. like you, everybody here at this table, our life has to become more difficult because somebody over here is screaming in this corner that the sky is falling. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but every, our daily life doesn't factor into that. You think we'll ever understand the financial impact of COVID? No. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take years. In history books. But, but do you think, yeah. I think if we'll be lucky if we even know 50% of the truth. We're still in the right. middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're still in the middle of it. Well, still labor, part shortage, labor shortages. Yeah. Uh, restaurants are still struggling. Well, they created a whiplash effect. I yeah. mean, they, they, they totally screwed up the workforce. Mm-hmm. And you've got a lot of people that have went down a certain path that aren't willing to return to, the, to what was the pre-norm norm. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a weird thing, yeah. I, and I, I'm a little disappointed because I thought there was going to be a little more of a localized community pushback, yeah. n- not pushback, but the uh, uh, gathering, uh, gathering. Yeah, I thought it, there was one positive thing to come from COVID. It's people reaching inwards to their community, right. their respective communities more, and it's still like, no, we're such we're so fucking reliant on global 
yeah. trade routes and Followers. everything. Yeah. But I love that. That's, I mean, that's kind of where this thing for me, I don't know how you guys intended it, but that's what turned me on to you guys is y'all were going and doing these highlights on these local mm-hmm. restaurants and stuff. And it was, we, we like, still are. It, yeah. it just takes time. And no, work. no, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. I loved that because to me, that was, you know, a celebration of that same thought process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's you know? what it was because that's when we started doing the videos. That yeah. was our whole thing is right. man, the community's getting thrashed. What can yeah. we What can we do? Right. Just, Let's build up our own community. Yeah. Let everybody over there mess with their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let yeah. California do whatever they do. <laughs> whatever they're going to do over there. Uh, well, then back to you. Um, mm-hmm. I had a few questions pr- pr- proposed in my head, and now they've we've got a okay, spirit. Okay, I got Okay, so so coming from you. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are things normal? You're always people, looking at me when you're asking other people. I know, questions. right? It trips Isn't me that out. Weird? Yes. Yeah, I love what, you. <laughs> yeah, love you too. <laughs> what are things normal people could do immediately to elevate their home food? Salt and pepper. Okay, that's it. Just yeah. the. So, like so, so, like, can I add garlic into that? Yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, yeah. Because I got a subscription that every month a uh, uh, garlic salt and pepper shows up at my front door. I, love I, I, I think we have a lot of people that don't have a clue, or they're just, uh, you know, they think. I'll use my mother-in-law. I love her, mm. right? But she has to cook the same dressing. Every at year. Thanksgiving, yeah, because that's what her well, yeah, that's, parents did. Burn yeah. into her, right? Yeah. But it's, I love her. But it's mm-hmm. an old it's shit. There's a, it's a, <laughs> it's shit. It's, We're down to twelve followers now. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> back down to twelve. So you have to be respective of the fact that to her, like memories, like the olfactory mm. trigger for like even if it's something mm. like. We all remember what that pink stuff we had to drink, you know, as a kid. Yeah. You know, smelled like, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. It just triggers memories. Right. And even if her dressing is horrible, as you say, or whatever you said. Yeah. 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 To her, that has got to be super nostalgic and takes her back to that happy place. And she doesn't get to smell that every year. You know, whoever doesn't make a candle that smells just like that, you know? Yeah. So, so it's a... And, I can appreciate and that. And she wants to imprint that memory on somebody else. It's yeah, obviously that could be like her grandmother's recipe. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. falling but, short. But that, I, even if it's on a subconscious level, I think that's where some people fall into that intention. Yeah. Well, let's talk know? about that. It's dressing. Have you ever had a dressing that just blown your mind away? Yes. Have you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's dressing. Yeah. Most of what I have is pretty average. Yeah, it's yeah. just dressing. But I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big deal for her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, she, and that's Thanksgiving. And she's trying yeah. to share that emotion with you the best way she knows how. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to eat it just because she made it. Yeah. You could just. But skip you still over have it. to put it on your freaking. You still got to put plate. it on your plate for yeah. <laughs> 10. That's true. Yeah. And I do eat it. Yeah. I eat a lot of it. And All right. Back on task. So, okay. So, salt gonna, and pepper. Yeah. Well, what I was going to ask Brad is um, are you uh, self self-taught, taught, self trained, or do you have. So I was, background. yeah, I, I started cooking when I was 11, um, you know, recorded cooking shows, burnt a bunch of stuff, did all the normal stuff, you know, augmented normal dishes, yeah. put Rotel on my macaroni and cheese <laughs> yeah. and, you know, silly stuff. Um, and then when I was about 20, 19, I finally went to culinary school, Okay, but I was already working at restaurants and 
had been cooking for years, um, obviously, but, and it was almost a formality for me. Um, I don't, I, I just, cooking to me is, is, I don't want to say it's come easy, Mm -hmm. but, um, I make this analogy a couple of times and I think it paints the picture very well. Um, speaking, I mean, painting like, you know, there's people that can see a blank canvas and paint a perfect picture without any representation. There's people that can paint by numbers and do a really good job. And there's people that can't even paint by numbers. Mm -hmm. So people that paint by numbers are people that can follow a recipe, but they can't, they can't deviate at all. And then like there's people that can paint a canvas from nothing. That's somebody that can just come up with the recipe. Like I can literally read you a recipe and tell you what's missing. Okay. I can taste it when I read it. And if I, I will also read a recipe and go, I wouldn't have done that. I would do this, you know, yeah. I, because I know what it's going to be like. Yeah. And in the same mental kind of manipulation, I can come up with the recipe and toss it around in my head for a couple of weeks and then figure it out before I ever make it. Okay. So you don't drive yourself crazy altering it before you've, you've made it. No, because I'll just second I'll get, guessing yourself. Like I'll get a concept in my head, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I need to do this and this. These two. I want to do. I think this is going to go really well with this. Okay. And then I'll be like, but they're not going to work just by themselves. And then I'm like, what needs to play in there? You know, does it need to be a fat? Does it need to be an acid? Mm-hmm. You know, the concepts, the 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 flavor profiles, and then and then you get into proportions and you know cooking technique. I can do all of those things in my head. Yeah. Before I ever heat up a pan. So that's a big deal then, uh, not driving yourself crazy, coming to that conclusion and then settling with yourself and not second guessing and not altering. Uh, oh, no, I will once I taste it. Yeah. Once it comes to actual existence, then I'll go, oh, I didn't think about this. I should have done this. Yeah. And then I'll go through a couple of iterations and then I go, this is good enough to serve. Okay. You know? So, no, it's not like I just go, okay. And I've worked this it out. This is brilliant. It's yeah. already made. Yeah, yeah, I got you. No, no, I, I definitely. But but I'm saying, I will come up with the recipe completely out of the blue, and I'll know that it's going to work mm-hmm. before I ever make it. Before I ever buy ingredients, uh-huh. and it's 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 kind of a hard concept to explain. Yeah. But. So do well, you also? And this is where because we just watched some movie. I can't even remember the name of it. But the so do you when you're when you're it's just in your head and you're thinking mm-hmm. of ingredients and making it. Do you also think of what it's going to look like once you plate it? That's usually an afterthought. I want the flavors to be amazing, and I don't, I don't strive to be the fussy food guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I, I want my food to be pretty, but I don't want to be the guy that's putting edible flowers on every dish mm-hmm. and making everything perfectly situated. Um. Dare say that there's a degree of rusticness to the way I like to cook. Mm. Um, but I do, when I'm kind of figuring everything out, there is a portion of me that goes, well, is it is it going to look like this or whatever? And I, But it's, you know, 90% of it is, how are these flavors going to play? How are these textures going to work? You know, What's the overall feel of the dish? How does it need to be served? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, but I have this running list on my phone just of it may be an ingredient. It may be a flavor. It may be 
a whole dish that I'm thinking of, and it just will be a list of ingredients, you know. Like I want to do, like I made ice cream sandwiches for this past dinner. That was our closer. Mm-hmm. I did a coffee ice cream sandwich. So I make a homemade coffee sponge cake, and then I make a homemade coffee ice cream. Sounds great. And then coat it in dark chocolate, coconut oil, oh. and almonds. So the coconut oil <laughs> what, is what gives that chocolate that that beautiful kind of waxy feel, you know, so you're not just like crunching on mm-hmm. frozen chocolate. And that was in my notes for two years, like kick-ass. It literally in my notes, if I pulled it up, I think it just says kick-ass ice cream sandwich, <laughs> you know? And But it was just kind of a, a place marker, like, let's come back and visit this mm-hmm. like it's it's planting a seed right yeah and a lot of my dishes start like that like i will i will just go like buckwheat noodles like when i did yeah. cold cold buckwheat noodles and and i'll just it, i'll plan it and when it's right it happens yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it but sometimes when i'm looking for a dish and i don't have inspiration i'll pull up that list and i i start going oh mm, and i'll have something else to put with that at that point like when I wrote the note, it was incomplete, you know. Okay. And then now I come back yeah, I and I'm like, that. "Oh, okay. I I was thinking this, but now, you know, because I'm constantly yeah. cooking, constantly trying different stuff. So <clears throat> evolving. It's, yeah. Okay. So so how often do you play with long tweezers? Um, you I, know, there's I, like you watch the food shows. It's like they're not chefs, and unless they're I have, using a, long I have a pair of long offset tweezers, but it's mostly so I don't have to fish my fingers in stuff during service. Uh, you know what I mean? Because a lot of stuff I do. I mean, I wash my hands constantly while we're working. Yeah, but if you're per- if you're a person that's squeamish about that shit, <laughs> don't go out to eat. That's true. Period. That's true. Don't, but don't. like, but like when I'm doing like last night, I did uh, truffle lobster tail. Yeah. Um, I had truffle lobster bites, oh, like little pieces. <laughs> On a puffed rice taco shell. And then I had pickled celery, like thin, uh, yeah. thin, thin celery. Well, I don't want to like go into my food container and grab out a single piece of celery right. and lay it on there. So I use yeah. my tweezers. Yeah, it's very effective. It's not for it's not for being fussy. I'm talking know? about those people that are just fussy. Everything. And, oh, I found the, a hair yeah. in my food. Like, yeah, 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 pull yeah. it out and shut yeah. the hell up and that's, go on. That's, that's fair. But, but no, I, I do own a single pair of tweezers. But yeah, I'm, I'm gotta, thirsty too. Let's try gotta, this revival. You got to try this, girl. Uh, I, revival. I get, a, I get a little bit of licorice. New Southern. Oh, you're already revival. having it. Yeah, you right. already, whiskey. You went without us. I did. Oh, thanks, so you bro. didn't. You didn't have the I kept talking. So I'm going to give it to you. Okay. So give it to um, me. Sean. Sean Brock, uh, the guy that started Husk, um, great Southern chef, celebrator of corn and all this stuff. He revitalized a bunch of grains, I think, when he started in South Carolina. Now he's in Nashville, I believe. Interesting. Or maybe he was in Nashville the whole time, but in the same spirit. I that's think what it was South Carolina. That's what this. That's what these guys do. Is they're working with like air, call them heirloom grains. Like I was saying, they do a, a Jimmy Red Corn, uh, great whiskey. Uh, I think they call it straight bourbon whiskey, but I don't know how they do that in Cal- South, South Carolina. Man, but um, it's it's a whole different style of of I, I didn't get ingredients. Uh, that was the servant in me, like making ooh, sure you guys get some there first. We go. Oh. 
<laughs> Doc's learning his lessons. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to be so, fancy. So the, the cord uh, yeah, I, caught I was, on my I was watching it. I was like, wristband. He, I was like, he, oh, okay, this is there? not going anywhere good. Trying to do some kind of under the Let's counter and grab it over here. Got a Just, sweet, buttery nose on it. Yep. Lots of corn. It, it is low proof. That's the, mm-hmm. the one thing that surprised me is I'm normally not a 90 proof guy. I like something in the 105, 107 <sighs> range. That's normally my sweet spot. Mm. Dude, and it's a little ganky on the nose. I, I kind of like that. Define ganky. Yeah, what's ganky? That's a, that's like a term it. I've never heard it you smells, yeah. It smells ganky. very Werther original on that's the nose. Yeah. Butterscotch. Yeah. Is that what ganky means? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ganky. And, you know, it's a combination. Maybe your grandfather's pocket felt different than mine. Yeah, a combination of rich and 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 gym sock. Mm. You know? That's exactly what I think when I hear the term ganky. That's, yeah, yeah. How did you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just it's like you know. we're jeez. Man, I, I wish we wouldn't have drank this this Thomas Handy first though. Nothing can follow that. <laughs> That's rude. Yeah, I know, but man. Yeah. I didn't but you know, by the time you had three or four glasses, your taste buds are muted. Yeah. And, I really wanted that one to punch you. Yeah, right it was power. Right good. Huh. It was good. This one's kind of light, you know. It is. Yeah. So I was saying it's ninety. Yeah. So normally I'm not. You know, normally I'm like I'm, high proof guy. It's, yeah. it's got that mouthful that you talk about. You yeah. like the boldness, yeah. the rich, the creamy. It's good. Well, get ready because we got two more that we got to try, Christ. and they are well past that one oh six. I brought mm-hmm. this for you guys to try too, in case you hadn't tried it. I had this. I have it's stellar. Yeah, we've got it. Yeah. Is it up there? Or is it, no, it, it, it's down on your. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know. Well, I don't know if I have the rye or the bourbon down there, but I've had both of them. I didn't want to bring something like I've got E. H. Taylor and you it's know, great, a though. bunch of random stuff, and I was like, these guys have had that shit. And I, yeah. was, I was like, yeah, I want to bring we're, something. We're not going to complain. I know. I literally, it was everything I could do not to drink all of this because I was like, I've got to share this with these guys, <laughs> and there was only one bottle on the shelf at uh, my liquor store. Good. And I've been back three times since, so going, hey, uh, that is good for ninety proof. That's yeah. all there, and it doesn't it doesn't taste like a rye either. Mm-hmm. No, it I don't like have bourbon. Yeah, you don't get all that peppery. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I like it. What was the one Skyler Matthews brought us? It's still up there. That was a, a surprisingly it good was, one because and I think it's a Tennessee. Mm. No, it's a Mississippi. Yeah, I know yeah. it was somewhere weird. It's Let in the look. back. I see the bottle, blue blue label in the back right. Speaking of Mississippi, but not quite uh, Alabama. Have y'all had any Clyde Mays? Yes. And and mm. yes, no. I have uh, not. Underwhelming. Yeah. Okay. Um, this has been on my radar for a little bit, but I have not had any. Yeah, I've had it. It's just. Did you have the the regular run or the ones with the solid cover? They have a a solid red label. Whatever I had is like what's on the shelf. Okay. Well, they have a bunch on the shelf, but okay. they have a, I think it's a six year that's a red label and I don't know what the mash bill and everything is. And then they have like a five year that's a solid black label. Five year sounds yeah. applicable to what yeah. I had. Um, and it was old, a, old soul. That's mm-hmm. the one that, is that Mississippi? I see we that. Have, yep. I see that all the time yeah. and I've never picked it up. It's pretty good. Yeah. We're going uh, to Mississippi. Whereabouts? No. I guess we're pat- it's in Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, so it's Alabama, Florida. Yeah. Florida-Bama. Florida-Bama. Florida-Bama yeah. line. So you'll, yeah. you'll be going through Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was born. Mississippi? Nat- Natchez, Mississippi. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Historic um, Natchez. There's supposed to be really pretty beaches there, too. Mississippi? Yeah. But I, it's like Biloxi? people don't talk about them, maybe. Biloxi? Yeah, maybe I mean, that's it's it. still the Gulf. Yeah. Let's be fair. But so is... Uh, Orange Beach and uh, and Panama that's pretty City. decent, sandwich. and everybody talks yeah. highly about them. So mm-hmm. it's got to be better than Galveston, right? Yeah, you're not yeah. going to hurt the mic, it's man. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Everything's better than Galveston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there exactly one time. Okay, and I was so like, 
this place was huge in the 80s, mm-hmm. and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. It's just like frozen in time almost. So the cocaine availability was good there. In the yeah, 80s. I should say that's what it was. But, I mean, there was zero good food there. Yeah. There's nothing. It's all very commercialized. Where it's eating there. Yeah. Well, we had we went to a what did we go to? We went to a, like a jambalaya bar or something like that, and it was yeah. it was all right. I mean, we tried to find it. So yeah, but man, once you yeah, we tried to find it. Once but, you have oh, food that's in right. Like no, New we, Orleans we did. We tried to find, we, Yeah, that's what it, I remember that now. We tried to find a jambalaya bar, but then we couldn't ever find the damn thing, so we ended up going to some other. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's probably good constellations. Yeah, but the epa the epicenter of Gulf food is in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard to beat. I just got back from New Orleans uh, two months ago, and we have some friends that live right on Jackson Square. Yeah, and they have the lay of the land. Oh man! And yeah. we, I, I love going down there. Just yeah. zero agenda. Hey, Let's just, I'm, I'm gonna go weird, but you got to be still. And the only reason why I did is because I, I found one on dock. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna get close to your neck, so just chill. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Oh, this is so, gonna be good. Where's the music? Boom. What the hell Boom. is happening? Okay, so so. Is it like another tick? No, I, that's what I thought it was. It's just the black from the microphones. Oh, oh. It's, just, it's just our cheap. Equipment. But that's exactly yeah. what I, I was like because <laughs> I kept. Yeah, the other day he was yeah. like, "Dude, don't move, don't move." He's like, <laughs> "You, you have a tick on your tit." Dude, yeah. speaking of yeah. ticks. This is not a conspiracy theory. Are y'all familiar with Lone Star disease? Not Lone, Lone Star. Star. No. Fuck wow. Lyme disease. Lone Star disease. Oh, right. Radio Lab. Radio Lab did an entire podcast on this. If you get bit by an infected tick that has Lone Star disease, you develop a lifelong, uncurable allergy to red meat. Is oh, that, yeah, that we know shit. it, dude. Is that not yeah, your we personal know it, dude. hell? Yeah. Okay, so I thought that was associated with Lyme disease. That's no, Lone Star. Lone Star. Yeah. What a shitty and name it, to name and that. And it has nothing to do with Texas, by the way. Yeah. So way shitty to throw name us nothing. under the bus. If yeah. I get that, you it's boys like a, have permission to shoot me in the face. <laughs> it's like an <laughs> alanine allergy like, or something, right? It's, um, it's another word. Um, hemoglobin, I think. Mm, Freaking yeah. hemoglobins. Some, so uh, a component, I, or yes. myoglobin. My, maybe. Uh, yeah, a uh, component in meat. Mm-hmm. actually crazy. It, I listened to this whole podcast, and I was like, dude, I can't imagine. Could you live? I mean, it's like. It's like getting rabies. Yeah. Yeah. Worse than rabies. You, you can still cure eat rabies. red meat and rabies. Yeah. You can't drink okay. water, so. I know, but, you yeah, know, but some nah, fool's going to say. I can live with that water. <laughs> okay, I won't kill you, but I'm going to cut your mm off. Mm. Uh, is it worth living? Oh, these days. Well, I'm old, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Man. yeah. You, just, you just become a woman. I still. But what if they say lot. you can live? <laughs> but, another, uh, I can get another. I'm going to give on. you a meat allergy. Dude, then I'd a be. Red I'd meat be that's why Dude. I said. That's why I said. If it, you give me if, a chicken allergy, I'm okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Man, red I, meat. Red meat allergy. I listened to that whole podcast just like, oh my god, Dude, this is my personal. Surely this hell. is rare, right? Mm, like it. I don't. I mean. The fact that Ugh. this podcast is like six or seven years old and it still is not like commonplace knowledge, uh, hopefully it's it's a waning thing. No, oh. we know a dude with us. Do you? That that happened. To I him. think he's just using that as an excuse because he's no. a fucking big. I mean, we say talking that. about you talking about. Who I think yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. yeah, he ain't got that. No, he's that's like, what he said. No. He just hangs out with, or hung out with us, and we all eat meat. And he's like, I'm vegetarian because I got bit by a tick. No, like, no, you're just a fucking vegan. He didn't say that. Either. But that. But, it could be a real thing, but he it does. He does say that when he eats red meat, it because we cooked some badass steaks around that dude, but, and he didn't take a bite. Yeah. That's that's I'm somebody that doesn't eat enough red meat. That's what I yeah. thought too. Yeah. Well, he said he, no. He said he used to. 
all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and if you get away from red meat, your colon gets used to not processing yeah. it, and I it went, will I jack you up. A full week of like that's a week. water diarrhea, and not yeah. being able to eat any solid foods. And when I'm finally over it, I'm telling Doc, I'm like, I'm going to go get a steak. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't think you should eat steak, man. It's not good for you. You know, your digestive system to I bounce right back it. into that. I'm like, you can shut your fucking whore mouth right <laughs> yeah. now because that's what I'm going to do. I need steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't tell me what my body needs. <laughs> yeah. If my think? body's calling for steak. <laughs> it's steak time. Mm-hmm. You're my doctor, but not right now, buddy. Tomorrow yeah. I might call you and say I'm in stomach pain. Yeah, but. I'm going to need some, <laughs> some help tomorrow, but right now. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Don't uh, need to go get a steak. I'm Speaking in pain. Of Do red I have meat, cancer? I got a, a red meat okay. and, and seafood. Dude, brisket, is it the new lobster? It's, it's getting It's gotten it's, high. It's getting it's ridiculous. ridiculous. You know, you were yeah. talking about tablitas earlier, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I mentioned a comment. Uh, I said... It's like tri-tip, you know. Yep. Tri-tip's yeah. going the same way. I mean, I remember buying tri-tip back in the day for like $1.50 a pound because yeah. it yeah. was a throwaway cut. Well, yeah. brisket started that way, too. Yeah. You know the problem? And it's still a, it's still a junk cut. The white man. You that's have to cook problem. it so no, long no, no, because no. it's junk. The problem is the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's the reason it. brisket was cheap for so long is because nobody had confidence to buy it because they knew they were going to mess it up, and yeah. it's a large investment, not for the money, but yeah. for the size of the piece of meat. Like crying and throwing away a fifteen-pound piece of brisket because it's unpalatable yeah. was a, a big daunting task for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, now, well, I think you're going to go to the back to what you said before is all the content makers. Mm-hmm. You can't go online now and not see somebody telling you a way to cook a brisket. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. it's so funny. I I, I was on um, this barbecue. I think it's barbecue addicts. Uh, Facebook page forever mm. and I never participated but just reading the conversations and the opinions that people hold about barbecue mm-hmm. yeah. you know like it to me it's like you know everybody has an opinion on how to make spaghetti sauce and or <laughs> you know, name your thing chicken chicken dumplings you know chicken and dumplings you know everybody has this oh this is the way you mm-hmm. make it and speaking then, of the spaghetti sauce sorry mm-hmm. just as a, a marker. Mm-hmm. I got to ask you something, but mm-hmm. continue on. Yeah, but um, it's it. There's so many polarizing things, and and to me, it's just funny because I find myself in the same camp because I see people asking questions like "fat up" or "fat down," and I'm like, "Are we really having this conversation?" <laughs> you know, like the fat is there to base the piece of meat. Yeah, if you're not running indirect heat, you're messing up already. Right. And so that's why I can't comment because I'm like yeah. I, I would I would be the keyboard warrior. I'm like, what are you even <laughs> thinking? You know, <laughs> but it's so funny because you know people are like, there's all these you know there's a million different ways to cook a brisket. Oh god, yeah. And everybody swears by their own. That's yep, kind of yeah. like the spaghetti sauce like yeah. analogy. You know, my mom makes better spaghetti sauce. Yeah. You know, that's like when I was really young into my cooking, it was like. I had a problem, like, I had reservations about serving just classic spaghetti and meatballs to anybody because everybody has a this dressing analogy. Yep. Yep. Their, their mom's version of spaghetti and meatballs, and it may have not been anything more than Prego or, oh, yeah. you know, something like that. Ketchup. But, more than but, likely it was shit. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm t- I'm saying it was it was either spicy or it was sweet or you know was it yeah. tangy or whatever mm-hmm. and so everybody has this locked in their head that's what it is. Well, I mean I think brisket's the same way. You know people have this like set set of rules and they're like, well if you don't cook it like this and if you don't Trash. wrap it and blah 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 like 
Here's the one. Do you yeah. guys wrap your brisket? Yeah. We do, yes. Yeah. Oh, but oh, I've aluminum. had I've had brisket. Aluminum foil. Aluminum. Yeah. So you're Butcher steaming paper. your meat. Uh you're I don't know if you're are steaming. Are you boating it or are you wrapping it? Wrapping it. See? So real quick. So See, we, this we, is where our keyboard warrior. Yeah, so so we, we, yeah. cook, we cook it for a long time open. Yeah. And then we take it out. And then 160. We have a, we have a yeah. secret uh, ingredient and we. Sprite. And we guess beef tallow. No. No. Seven up. Seven up is the. is That the, was my dad's thing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, we don't know what it does or why it does, but it I'll tell you what it does. Good. The, the acid breaks yeah. down the meat. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. it sweetens it. And it's. I, I've done pork. Uh, with Dr. Pepper plenty of times. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the same, 7-Up came from my dad, and they used to, I mean, the fire department and what he was on the buyer's association, they would cook at times, well, you were there briskets, at yeah, Murph's house, there. 500 briskets yeah, yeah. We would in, chop in the them, setting. Yeah. And then we would chop them all the next day and sell So that sandwiches. was the thing where the uh, the, t- the, the foal <laughs> came from is, yeah, they're finishing it out and, like, reducing that thing to so tender, you, it's so easy to yeah. chop. Yeah, 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 You're yeah, not, yeah. It's not really... You can still slice it, but it's just kind of kind of. Oh crumbly. God! I mean, it was just. Sure. A, yeah. Fall but see, apart. that's the other thing too is <clears throat> is like when these techniques, especially this technique, mm. nobody was running internal temperature on a brisket. No, right? right? No, right? And that's and that's like that's key, mm-hmm. like for what we consider. And I'm not saying competition brisket, but for what you would consider, like this is damn good brisket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody ran an internal temperature on that. They're not <laughs> most just, definitely. Yeah. They're not just going, okay, this is 16 pounds and we need to do it for 11 hours or whatever right. their, their mathematical equation is. They're, they're monitoring their, their temperature the whole time, internal and great temperature. Mm-hmm. And so it's more of a science. And then all that other stuff kind of falls by the wayside. You've got to have flavor. You've got to have salt, right. you know, everything else. And, and, and I agree with the, the temperature thing because, I mean, we're pretty much all on board with it. But, yeah. but man, I've had some really, yeah, really but, good but these, old timer. Like, I used yeah. to know this dude that never wrapped his brisket. Right. He would I don't wrap on, mine. He would only smoke it with pecan wood only. Yeah. Like he nothing. He said there will be never a piece of wood that touched that smoker yeah. with it. And it was some of the best brisket I ever had in my sure. life. Well, but how how long ago was that? How many briskets have you had between then? A bunch, right? And yeah. so, do you think it would stand up, or do you think it's Cracker Barrel? No, I mean I think his his brisket is probably top yeah, of the but that was a great was macaroni grill. Macaroni yeah, macaroni grill. grill. Yeah. No, so, I mean because it was a it's but and, that and, was a and, great and to me. Brisket is brisket is brisket. Yeah, no, no, no I don't no, know, no, man. No. I've had a lot I've had, of briskets. I've had some competition there. brisket that is garbage. Okay, That's like so saying burgers are burgers are burgers. So no, I think I'm I get I'm, what I'm Brad's saying here. Realm with burgers, okay, but brisket so, to me. So, so the art of brisket was developed at a time when you just had to fell at a thousand briskets before you like developed your technique because you weren't sciencing the shit out of it. Well that's how but that's how they did we, it, yeah. But now we have the capability to do that. But you you know, okay, so we watch like, you know Aaron Franklin's tutorials. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. You know th- That was the but, best cookbook I ever read in my life. Like really I mean not not the best So that's cookbook, valuable, right? But, but the thing is it's not a cookbook. There's like maybe ten recipes in there. Yeah. It's, it's all technique and philosophy. Mm. You know, yeah. he talks about how to build the fire, how the smoker should be constructed, oh, what yeah. kind of smoke you're looking for. Like, he's telling you the dirt, you know. Right. Un- unbeknownst to him, these are all the things that he figured out, and he had to spend his 10,000 hours on. And right. then he just delivers them in one book. I mean, I've never personally eaten his barbecue, 
But I took everything he said in his book Who are we and talking ran about? with it. Aaron Boom. Franklin. Franklin. Uh, Austin. Yeah. 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 I never had this barbecue either. But, yeah. Me neither. But, but those I, techniques were not developed with a thermometer. No. Right. And I yeah, think, but what's right? the old lady, the old lady barbecue chick? That chick ain't yeah, using Livingston. That, guy, that chick not, ain't yeah. using no thermometer. That's just a routine. No. no. Yeah. No. She learned an art. She yeah. learned well, it that's was how this, that's how this old man I did. That dude, he he was all but touching it. But this is I was about to just about to say that's the thing that's gonna touch you is yeah. like we all know at this point cooking steaks, you can reach down and touch that steak and you go, Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the same thing with brisket. When yeah. when you have cooked enough briskets, you almost don't need that thermometer anymore. Right. You can take that little spatula and reach it under the brisket and pull it, it up. And, and you, if it if it does that little gelatinous shake, we're good. Yeah, you yeah. know. So and yeah. All right. I know barbecue has to be the most subjective food on the fucking planet. No, like everybody I don't think it has is. their. Really? No. What would you think is? Mm. Well, like everybody has their method. Like I, I mean, I I've, got my I've had on hamburgers. You say that because we're in Texas. I've had right? competition brisket that tastes like. Peppered beef jerky, it's and awful. It's and I've supposed had, to look pretty and yeah, cut I've had nice. Yeah. Competition oh ribs that taste like fucking Snickers bars. Yeah, awful. No, yeah. um, but then, but it's not authentic food. Okay, true. Yeah, like, like I was. Well, that's what we have always said about competition barbecue. Yeah. Mm. our version of barbecuing is a half a keg of beer and two smokers <laughs> yeah. and yeah. some lawn chairs. Yeah, and you make an entire event out of the whole dang thing. So let me ask that's you this: it be. If, yeah. if you don't wrap, how do you? Because with a pot roast, mm-hmm. like you have Different a cover rack. on your pot roast to let it rest and reduce and, and tenderize. So you, do don't you, the, pa- do you, you don't butcher paper or nothing? How do you so it's all about the finish. Yeah. So, yes, I wrap. Okay. But I don't wrap until it gets, when I pull it, that's when it gets wrapped. Okay. I yeah. pull it at 203. Yeah. I uh, butcher butch paper, paper it. Huh? Yeah. Um, beach towel, thick beach towel, mm-hmm. and into a cooler. Uh, cooler. Yep. Okay. And... You just let it smoke it, all the way to 203. Yeah, and it rests for minimum of three hours. Okay, so that's kind of the way, not to that extent, but growing up, that's the way we would do it, is it's mm-hmm. smoke all the way through, mm-hmm. wrap a <clears throat> couple more sticks on the smoker, and then just let that baby burn out for another two or three hours. Mm-hmm. So you're... You're basically temping it. You're resting it. Yes. You're an active rest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Same it's the thing. same thing. So, okay. But but you didn't. You weren't running internal temps either. No. That's yeah. the thing. And that's what I'm saying is that's why brisket. Back to the original point. That's why brisket's so expensive now is because everybody's figured out the science behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so it's a lot more approachable. Okay. It's less intimidating. Mm. Right. And the same thing with the tablitas. Yeah. When before somebody said, hey, man, buy some of those and this is what you do, you would see them at the store and you'd be like, eh. why would I buy that shit? But then you <laughs> figured it out. Somebody told you, somebody gave you the, the biz and you threw them on the grill and you were blown away and you're like, for $1.25 a pound, yeah. I'm going to buy them out. I think we yes. went through like six pounds of those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went, yeah. we, we, I remember one cooking session, like we were going to throw those on and bring them into the, all the All the ladies. All the ladies. <laughs> And other guests they were didn't make it in. They didn't make it in. They didn't make it in. Yeah. It, was, it was 11 degrees that night, yeah. I remember. Like, we yeah. all stood so close around this big skillet. <laughs> and we yeah. just ate all the tablitas. <laughs> because we got snowed in. Yeah. We got stuck at the cabin. Oh, but, the, but the barrier for entry is a lot cheaper there. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it was. The, and the time commitment is way less. Way less. Right? Absolutely. So the brisket was intimidating. That's why it was so cheap for so long. But Until it was, now. like you were saying, it has to be cared for. It has to be prepared correctly in order to be be yeah. palatable oh, yeah. and so it was a throwaway cut 
Yeah. And that's why it was a throwaway cut because you had to take time for it. Yeah, chicken wings. As the last podcast yeah. we were talking about yeah. chicken wings. Yeah. Yeah. Before the 90s, those were a waste product. Yeah. And then dude, Domino's, whoever it was. I'm here to was... break y'all off a recipe on chicken wings. You have to try. Okay. Okay, I love this. Super easy. Stupid easy. And so I learned this from a guy in Mississippi, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, so when we talk about when I talk about chicken wings, it's always the three parter. It's got the the drummy, the yep. flat, and and the tip. And the like reason the whole thigh? No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's the other end of the bird, buddy. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> You got the two bones, and you got the one bone, and you got the like the wing tip. The, the wing so tip. So you're you're taking the whole the drum and the you're taking that whole the drummy, chunk. the flat, and the and the wing tip. So it's oh, almost yeah. a U shape. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um and the reason you do that is because you have this like balloon of skin that has fat that keeps everything in, right? Mm. So you can't you don't have juice running out both sides. So marinate Louisiana hot sauce and Tony Sacheries. That's oh, it. Okay. That's it. Ziploc bag, toss them, and you're basically marinating them while they're coming up to room temp. So you, you put them in straight out of the refrigerator, you put your marinade on, you toss them every 15 minutes or whatever until about an hour, hour 30 tops, till they're room temp, they're not cold to the touch anymore, right? And then you cook them over low heat on your smoker or grill or whatever, 250 degrees till they're, you know, you can tell, you can just tell when yeah. the skin Dang, tears. Hungry. And, yeah. and they're ridiculously good. Mm. It's, it's, and that's it. And that's it. You that's just it. marinate. That's it. Marinate we, and grill. We, we would it. have to change that to Valentino, but you could do that. But Valentino doesn't have as much vinegar uh, as Louisiana yeah, hot does sauce it, yeah. does. Um, and, I don't think Valentino. I know you love it, but I don't think it's the end all yeah, be all of I sauce. Gold it. label or I do black love label? It. The gold, gold label. Gold yeah. label. Yeah. yeah. The black label is a hard, it's a hard. Yeah. Hard the one. Gold, the go, I love the gold label. Yeah. Though, but I put that shit. Mm. Seriously, though. I ate some just a day. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I put it on my burgers. Mm. It's it's just good. All right. So you were just recently featured. It was at the Dallas Observer. No, King, no, no, no. The Denton? that would be awesome. Cross Timbers Gazette. Okay. Yeah. Y'all saw that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it had to be quite an honor. Yeah. Um, it was like a two or three page write up, wasn't? Yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where can people? Is that is that catalog somewhere? Can people find it? Um, I know it's on your, I'm your sure. Facebook page. Yeah, you don't I mean, have a website, do you? Yeah, do we you have a baller website? Okay. Yeah, it's called Eat at Fam. E A T A T F A M. I'm assuming that's where people would actually purchase the tickets to come eat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, My wife did it also. I don't. I didn't. I just well, know when, you have. When you guys came, I was running things a little different. I've transitioned. I moved from. I did a bunch of things at the beginning of this year. Um, I went to an online ticketing system. Back then, it was. Uh, you know, shoot me a message, Venmo yeah. me, mm-hmm. lock in your okay, seat. Okay, that's the way we pay was Venmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's uh, everything's ran through Squarespace. Okay, and it's a ticket system. It helps me a lot. Um, organizationally, just, yeah. Organizationally, uh, it's still been a, a growing process, but I can basically release my date, uh-huh. and then I set up eighteen seats. Yeah, and then I know exactly what's going on. Okay, I don't have to. Not that I don't want to interact with my customers. I just don't want to interact with my customers on that side. Yeah. I right. want to interact with you when you show up. On the up. food side. Yeah. Are your uh, yeah. meals, st- uh, are they all at a set price? Are your dinner, are they all at a set price, or do they change depending on no, the it's, offerings? It's 125 a head. Still? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you can't find that anywhere. No. no. And, not for and, what you're offering. Yeah. 
and like I said, we do everything from scratch. We start with a craft cocktail, small yep. charcuterie board for mingling, and then we get right into it, homemade breads. Mm. Um, I'm actually serving two different breads now. I think I was just serving sourdough when you guys showed up. Is and, it, it gluten-free? Uh, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I do work around gluten-free uh, needs. I, yeah. I, I, Here's some steak. This, yep. is, this <laughs> is the funny <laughs> thing is... I will. I can write a menu, and nobody will realize that there's no gluten in it. Right. You would never go. Yeah. Damn, there's no gluten here. Yeah. Um, I can work around a lot of stuff, but and then I had one lady contact me, and she goes, "Well, I'm dairy free," and I'm like, mm, mm. "That's tough." Yeah. yeah. Stay Here's home. Some steak. That's tough. <laughs> yep. But I mean, steak. you can't have nine. Cor- I mean, you could have nine courses of steak. Yeah, I think we have. Yeah, but it's hard <laughs> yeah. not to put. You cream can. In that. You can, Brad. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yep. Right. It's happened. You, you can't not cream that. Yeah, you know, like I had a bolognese last night. Yeah. You know, and and yeah. you got to finish it with cream. Mm. Oh, and okay. there's got to be cheese on top. That reminded me. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, webs. Let, let's get through this again. Social mm-hmm. medias, mm-hmm. fam, fam. It's a uh, food adventure memories okay. on Facebook. That's where you can keep up with most of your activity. I'm yep. assuming. Yeah, that's where I announce dinners. Okay. But you can just check the website too. Yep. I mean, that, that there's a reservation your... page. Okay. Yeah, there's a reservation page, and then there's a classes Shit. page because okay. I also do instructional classes. That's right, you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We need to sign up for one of those. So yeah. No. Your, like, how sure. many people were at at the winery last no, night? No, that's what I was just going to ask you. Wait. On your reservation thing, does it tell you how many seats are available for said night? Mm-hmm. Okay, because there's about 13 of us. Yeah. In our little group. Yeah. That's little. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, we need to try to get up there for speaking. Sure. Of, What's the classes? No, though? not try. We, we yeah, yeah. Do okay, that. so I'm gonna start pour, pouring this Willet uh, okay. straight rye whiskey. So go ahead, good old Willet and, and rye. Then, and then I definitely want to talk about your classes though, because yeah. I think you want to talk awesome. about a good damn so Sazerac. I, that Willet rye is. Yeah. Before we get into your class, I was gonna ask, but before I, I forget Sazerac about it, explained to me too. By the way, yeah, is that one, this one says Sazerac too. It's Sazerac is like the parent company. Yeah, it's Buffalo yeah, he, Trace. Yeah. That, but there's uh, also but, but a, a cocktail. cocktail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sazerac was like pioneered by Thomas Handy. The but cocktail. then there's, but yeah. there's, there's Sazerac. There's like the there's brand Sazerac. Sazerac and, then, and then, yes. And then, and then there's the cocktail that's the, sure. the actual New Orleans. Sazerac. Yeah, yeah. that started yeah. in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. By Thomas exactly. Handy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Thomas Handy, Sazerac is the. Is the the big guy the little they call it baby Saz that's the mm-hmm. one that just says Sazerac it's mm-hmm. its little brother. the one with the ornate kind right. of bottle yeah it's yeah. only like two or three years old where this is going to be six to seven yeah um, same juice basically just different part of the warehouse and interesting older. yeah like Pappy yeah. to yeah, Buffalo basically yeah. yeah so this is a little bit hotter than what we had before yeah. so have yeah, you ever been but to- it it pokes through a uh, cocktail and so mm-hmm. that's why Definitely. the Willet actually mm-hmm. makes a good Sazerac have you ever been to Jimmy's oh, it's so good in Dallas Brad no. We were talking about um, uh, pasta and spaghetti sauce, and my buddy Garrett and I went. He took me to this legit Italian market mm-hmm. called Jimmy's mm-hmm. in uh, like North East. Oh, we need to take Doc there so to talk to him. <laughs> it's like it's an old. Everything in there is written in Italian. Old mm-hmm. Italian. I want some uh, tomato sauce. Yeah. Hot beef Italian sandwiches. Yeah, it's legit. Mm. Dude, how funny it would be if we took Doc into an Italian restaurant and he started speaking Spanish? Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up, Every time I go into Spanish restaurants, I start (laughs) talking Italian. Italian. Speaking Italian for some reason. Have have you guys been to Osterio Muro? No. 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 That sounds good. Put that that on your list. Okay. Is that Italian food? Yeah, so this guy came from, well, he's at a bunch of different restaurants. uh, But the grape, remember the grape from back in the day in in Lower Greenville? 
It was no. like a wine bar, great food, incredible food. But then he went to, have you ever been to Lucia and Bishop Arts? This is another a fantastic Italian restaurant. I try to stay out of Dallas if That's possible. fair. That's very fair. <laughs> and it's a long ways. Yeah. But, but he's in Denton, mm-hmm. and he has this little bitty house that he does dinners. And, I mean, everything handmade. Yeah. Obviously with an Italian lean, but pastas, breads, butters, Oh, we're going to have to get that dude Salamis. Salamis. He yeah. makes all his own force meats, all his own charcuterie meats. Mm. And, and this is a bona fide restaurant? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I thought you said it was at his house. No, no, no. Well, oh. it's a, it's a, so, what's the name of that? Uh, Seven Mile Cafe is what it used to be. Oh, yeah. And so that went just off. And um, that went out of business. Yeah. And it moved. He, yeah. And they took over. Well, yeah, it didn't go out of business. You're right. It moved. And he took over the coffee section you know how it was split into two yeah. places and didn't he took over the coffee okay. house and he has a garden out back and everything his food is mm. i need to put that about down. as perfect as it comes oh, well. but it's one of those kichi deals where it's oh, yeah. impossible to get into osteria osteria il, il muro i-l space m-u-r-o i'm yeah. tr- still trying to get on o-s-t-e-r-i o-s-t-e-r i-o Okay. I O or I A? That's close I enough. I don't yeah. speak Italian. You, you should be able to Google it off of that. Osteria, what now? Il Muro. Il. I L M U R O. And it's about mm. as perfect as a meal I've had. Okay. Paula and, and I went there. We've been there twice now. And we'll go. I think the first time we went, we went. So the plates aren't big. Um, but they're, you know, I would suggest ordering, you know, multiple plates and sharing. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like to eat anyways. Yeah. But we went there. Whiskey bro style. Yeah. We do it too. Yeah. That's, I mean, when we go out to eat, that's the way I love to eat. Yeah. Like, we usually order something different, make sure nobody orders the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we kind of were forced into that by this. Yeah. Guy. Actually, so like, we call it fagly style. Yeah. We yeah. just order something and then he'd get up and start like, oh, look over there. Yeah. No. Take your plate and yeah. off with it. And I actually officialized it at a birthday, and I said, we're going to do this Fagley style. Yeah. So everybody has to order something different, and they don't own what's on their plate. Right. Well, that's, I mean, I think that's the best way to eat. I mean, yeah. A, sharing food is is such a communal tie, yeah. you know, back to that tribal thing. Like, we have, a, we have a dining group that we do with two other couples where we go out the last Thursday of every month, and we just pick a new restaurant. And that's the way we do. We just go... And everybody just orders stuff, but nobody's committed to anything. Mm-hmm. It's let's try this, let's try this, and everybody gets to try everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun way to dine, you know? Instead of nobody loves it when you commit to this entree and you've got this entire plate of food and you take the first bite and then you look over right. and you go, you know, I should have ordered should that. Should have got yep. that. Yeah. You're, you're doomed Agreed. straight yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. And it just drives the experience way down. So. I've never known what drove Fagley style, but I think that's it. You're I just think a it's FOMO. Marxist socialist. And yeah, you no, are. I look at my plate Communism. and I'm like, yeah, I ordered this for very good reasons, but, but, but that's he you ordered that. Good. What yours yeah. is mine, comrade. Yeah. Now give steak here. This is a, oh, God. Oh, God. That's why they make the glasses the way they make them. That good wasn't guy. me. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't you for once, but it is not broken though. Mm. It, it survived. <laughs> it's a good rye. It's a there's a lot of mint. It's really good. I Very, really, I really it's like hot that. on the nose. Yeah. yeah, lots of spearmint. You taste a dill in there too. 
Yeah. So I know you guys know this, but in fear of you not knowing this, I recently learned this. When you're nosing a hot whiskey, if you blow right before you go nose in, you blow the ethanol off. That way you can actually get the nose. I remember taught that. I was teach to or teached teach. taught to nose it with your mouth open. Yeah, your mouth with open. With your wine, you yep. nose it with your mouth closed. But yep. to mm. yep. and then take you can off. even do the, have you ever done the single nostril? No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's that's how people with a bidet sniff their whiskey. That's right. That's how cocaine users. <laughs> so I want to circle back around to back. what normal people can do to elevate their food. And you said salt and pepper. Yeah, you didn't let me get into that. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, I, let's get I, into it. I, I want to get into that. Don't all over complicate complicate it. No, 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 no. Um start with the base. Start with the um base ingredients like you know, like kosher salt is a step up from what most Amen. people use. Iodized salt. Yeah. Amen. Have three then, boxes of that. But then home. there's steps yeah. for beyond that. Like I, I use a just a straight up sea salt that is very particular, but I buy sea salt by 10 pound bags. And that's what I use for almost everything, like curing, pickling, yeah. seasoning. Even finishing salt because it's a flaky salt. Yeah, uh, but it's not. It's not as pungent as a kosher salt. Like, uh-huh. keep kicking the table. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. At least but, you're not hitting it. But even when you, when you finish with a kosher salt, you get that like hot spike of salt. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much. The flaky sea salt is still a great finishing salt, and dis- you can season with it. Dilute and everything. And dissolve yeah. a little better. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And even when you get a flake of it, it's not like ooh, that's super salty. Yeah. You know? What about Celtic salt? I don't. So I went down a rabbit hole on like smoked salts and Himalayan. I got a bag coming. And, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, um, I, Jacobson is probably the best salt that I found. But that's I just the brand. Yeah, Jacobson. Oh, okay. So they're out of uh, Washington, I think. But they're way too expensive. You yeah, know, for me to use on a on a mass scale. You know, I mean, I you can get like a little tin, and it's like you know eight, nine, ten dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, I go through. So much salt. Yeah. You know, cooking. I mean, when you season a brisket, what do you, back to brisket, what do you guys season brisket with? We go MSG. Buy, yeah. yeah. yeah MSG. Lots of MSG. Yeah. So, local, so we basically get a Are you kidding? Are you serious? No, no, I'm serious. Most yeah. of the rub that we use is high concentration of MSG. Yeah. Because yeah. most so of you're our, buying prefab rubs, rubs in. Well, yeah. Most yeah. of our uh, brisket rub comes from the local meat market. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, but what you would own. say is probably make your own rub. I mean, um, uh, no, salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Yep. Yeah, salt. Some, the, well, the dude's steak from I was just talking. I mean, the dude's brisket. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, that's all he had ever used salt, hey, pepper. That's the only yeah, thing I, I mean, it's like up. garlic, salt, onion, salt, salt, oh. pepper. We need to have a get together. We, we need do. to give it to get have a get together and let me bring a brisket and then you guys make a brisket. Oh, I okay. like it. I got and, a twelve pounder sitting right down there right yeah, now. The pressure's on. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I'm hey. not talking about competition. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about like if we had three different briskets. Yeah, for sure. And then we could have like a tasting and notes and talk about like how this was made. Almost like you would do a whiskey tasting. They win. You know? Yeah. You call it. I mean, it's. I'll call it. I I like it, bro. But you know, like when you sit down and you taste a whiskey and you're like, well, what's the style? How is this made? You know, blah, blah, blah. You know? You think brisket can be that delicate? Well, I think I think we could have a, a civilized conversation okay. over it and, and agree yeah. why we like and what we don't like and yeah. you know that kind of stuff. We could okay. probably and, find somebody to do one on a pellet smoker and learn something. Yeah, you know. Um, for the longest time, my dad acquired rub uh, tailored 
to him mm-hmm. from the old plantation in Springtown. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've since cut ties, and there's um, the guys up here at Wise Choice Custom mm-hmm. Meats have uh, it's I can't what it, it's yeah. rib rub is what it's called, right? Yeah. What? Well, no, they so it's got a sugar. They component. have a brisket. It's rub. got a sugar component. Yeah. No, they're you talking about and their MSG. you talking about their rub? Yeah. It's not their rub. It's made for them by the guys who make rib rub. It's mm. on the can. It's like a blue and purple can. No, no, no. Mm. The stuff I buy, they give it to me in a sack. Mm. It's their. They make it. Mm. But they're to be honest, they're probably mixing it. Mixing, yes. mixing a bunch. Yeah, of they're not other making their own rub. They're I don't somebody's know, bringing it in house. I mean, I, I don't. I know. make my own rub. It's it's it's, it's in a vacuum. It's in could. a vacuum sealed. Yeah, it's but because they're getting have, big boxes of it. Uh, you don't have to buy. Mm. I, I could have swore they said they. The one time I bought rub from them, they brought out a huge white box with the little label on it and mm. said, "How much you want?" I said, "I don't know, a couple of pounds." Well, and okay. they vacuum Bef- maybe so. And Before it to I forget, me. have you guys smoked a pork belly in the same style as a brisket? No, but I just watched a video on that, dude. Do it's, it. Yeah, no, do I have it. not. You said so pork I do. Belly, I'm starting to breathe hard. Now, now. I've done burn ins. No, 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 no. That's another thing that pisses me off. Burn ins are they should be in. Unintentional, yeah. Almost. Not yeah. pork belly. That's yeah. not a burn in, man. No, it's not. Mm. It's been but, hijacked. But um, I will buy an entire pork belly, yeah, from Costco, and then cut it in half and do. If you do it with, I do one with like a pork style rub, yeah, that I make. Uh, so it's like thirty, thirty, thirty salt, brown sugar, chili powder, and then aromatics for the remaining ten percent, whatever you're feeling. And then the other one, I do salt and pepper, mm. but good sea salt and fresh ground black pepper. Mm. And it's amazing how different those two can taste. And I treat them the exact same as I do a brisket. So I cook them low and slow. Um, and then I cook them to, I cook those a little bit less. If you cook those to 200 or 203, there's no slicing. Yeah, It's just mm. going to, mm. so about 195, I found is about the sweet spot. Okay. And then wrap them. And then you don't have to rest them near as long. Mm. And they cook quicker. Um, Generally about eight hours or so. Um, okay, that's what I was going to ask. How long does yeah. it take to well, pork belly? Up? Yeah, not not that long, but you'd be surprised because they still have a stall. Because when you reach that fat melt point, you know they start yeah. to self baste, mm-hmm. and then they start to get the meat sweats, and they actually cool themselves down. So that you hit that stall, but it's a shorter stall because you have a thinner piece of meat. You know, you're talking two inches, hopefully. Yeah. You know. I want to make these guys some bona fide cracklings. Mm-hmm. Like once you've had good, you know, mm-hmm. eastern or sorry, western Louisiana cracklings, mm-hmm. dude. I grew up on like road trips, driving back and forth because I I grew up in Shreveport. Yeah, and my family was in Natchez, so I grew up stopping to get boiled peanuts. And cracklings. Yeah. And those were like roadside treats as a kid. <laughs> and you, know? you better have a beach towel because yeah. five miles down the road from the cracklings, the paper sack is like <laughs> dripping yeah. fat. But so <laughs> if they're good. God, yeah. We were in um Shreveport just the other day and I was like, dude, we're in Louisiana. Let's uh, look up, see if we can find him. I just I'm like, I want you to have a crackling. Mm-hmm. There's one it's it's crazy how regional they are. There's mm-hmm. one place in Shreveport that had cracklings. It's like downtown. And they were closed. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go where'd you go fifty miles further south? Cracklings uh, are everywhere. My, that's where my wife is from. They're they're they live down there in um, it's like Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. That's on, just, right on the on the line. Yeah, yeah. We ate, yeah. I don't know, probably six pounds or eight <sighs> they, pounds they, of crawfish they throw a, a piece a the whole day. Huge crawfish boil every yeah. year for the company. I had company. one on Memorial Day. Yeah, we had a. Y'all need to go to Herbie K's next time you go. Where you been, do you know Herbie K's in uh-huh. Shreveport? Mm-mm. 
Um, it's been there since like the twenties. It's one of these, oh, shit. but it's in absolute shit part of town. Yeah, but it's safe. I, like it. I mean, yeah. Um, we but, may or may not have our own protection. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but uh, it they make a what they call a shrimp buster, and it's basically a pounded out butterflied shrimp that's fried that's served on French bread with uh-huh. with their sauce, <sighs> and it's amazing, mm. amazing. But it's one of these staple places. Yeah, they just. Figured it out and said, no more evolution. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, but it's good. That's good for them. Or yep. sort, sort of like Herdberger in Jacksboro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have were you, talking about that the other day. Like, how does that place stay? stay I mean, you, they how don't many clean. health code violations? They don't clean. That's oh, why God. everything tastes. Yeah. It's well, just, yeah. all the dirt you see in the place, it's just flavor people. Yeah. I mean, that, okay? Right. But <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's what I don't understand is the biggest thing is just because me and my city life, I don't know how they... How, they how it passes. Yeah. But all all of uh, my wife's relatives from Chicago came down. Of course, we went out to the Ford over there, and I'm like, all right, we're going to Herberger. Yep. When you walk in the place, don't oh, have – Yeah, just – You should just totally stay in the Calm car. your visual expectations, okay? <laughs> yeah. But I promise you it's going to be a really good burger, and right. they all loved it. Oh, right. man. It's, it's um, great, and it's just a old school – there's nothing special. He doesn't even no. season the meat, no. does he? No. No. It's because that griddle is like yeah. 100 oh, years well, if you, old. If you go out to the back and look at the fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, but it's yeah. still turning. Yeah. <laughs> they probably never shut that, that vent no, fan off. Like no, if they not. shut it off, that's you it. You go up it's there at 2 o'clock in the morning and that thing's still kicking. <laughs> yeah. But that's how that's how we should be doing burgers, you know. For sure. At, smash at burgers. Just like throw some meat on the griddle and then separate that meat out, smash it down. That's yeah. some cheddar that's cheese way. on so it. So Blackstone Grill. Yeah. Yep. Right? Oh, yeah. So that's the way when I'm cooking burgers for my boys, I buy a flat of meat. Mm-hmm. I turn the whole thing out. Okay. And then I cut it with yeah. my spatula, yeah. portion it, move it, and then let it sit for a second just so it gets us light sear, <clears throat> flip it, smash it. Okay. And it's you can make burgers for 20 people in, you oh, know, 10 I, minutes. I love my wife it's bought so me much a Blackstone yeah. for our yeah. anniversary Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that she bought it for her benefit more than mine. Sure. But I love that thing. Yeah. Keeps, especially like uh, breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, keeps the mess out of the kitchen, mm-hmm. all the bacon splatter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. So I think one of the best things I ever did for burgers was stop using preformed patties. Yeah. Period. Uh, sure. Period. It doesn't matter who forms them. Yeah. Even the meat market. Now, if you're yeah. at a party and you're cooking for 40 something no, people dump that meat out I there still do smash burgers yeah, yeah. you just dump 100%. that meat out there and and so, so whenever you actually dig down to kind of the texture of the meat itself yeah like preformed patties the more you work that meat the tougher it gets yep yeah. exactly. so you're a dallas yeah. guy and burgers know. have you been to wingfield <laughs> never even heard of it so it's another one of those places i mean it, it's a don't look at it no Dude, I'm telling you, it may be the best burger we've had in my life. Did y'all watch the burger show no. on no. YouTube? Um, George Motes, the the godfather of burgers, he he has documented the history of burgers. Yeah. This is an incredible deep dive. He mm. does he does these little short videos. Um, you know, First We Feast, the channel on YouTube, the guys that do hot ones. Okay. You've seen hot ones yeah, yeah. where Sean Evans interviews people over 10 yes. wings. Yes. Right. Same channel. Okay. Um George Motes uh, does these regional burgers. I didn't realize how regional burgers are. Mm. Like, um, like it doesn't matter where you go. There is a style of burger that that place is known for. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and it could be the way the burger's cooked, the style of the meat, um, you know, whether it's griddled or grilled. 
whether it's smoked and then it's bun and it's toppings and it's just is it wrapped? Is it? Oh, a burger a, is a complex thing. Yeah, it's 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 so crazy. I never understood all the nuances that make that burger what it is. But a lot of like back to the spaghetti sauce thing. You know, we all have this before this influx of all these wild ass burgers. We all had this. You know, my dad used to grill over charcoal, you know, and on a Weber and, and we would have, you know, whatever bun and we would eat uh, craft singles on it, you know, whatever. Yeah. But there are these super regional, hyper regional burgers, you know, like steamed burgers in, in uh, Connecticut and, and all these like, you know, fried burgers, you know, in Memphis, there's a place that, that they have a cast iron, huge cast iron cauldron that they fry their burgers in burger fat and so this has been a grandfathered thing i think i've seen that yeah so i mean but that's a very hyper regional burger and we we never think about that like but steaks are the same way like people prepare steaks like y'all were talking about uh putting steaks straight on the coals yeah that's a a philadelphia black and blue yes you know and so that i have to assume that it the Philadelphia got associated with it because it originated there. Yeah. You know, so that I would consider that a regional style of cooking. And I imagine it was some coal forging blacksmith that was like, I need to eat a steak and yeah, I had his coals right and just, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's do it. You had know? to be. I mean, yeah. But yeah, you, that, that's like something that's not born out of anything except for desperation. <laughs> or or accident. Yeah. Like, oh shit, it fell between the grids. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, I'm not wasting this. This was this was seven yeah. hours of pay. Wow, you know? this is really fucking good. Yeah. I think I'll do this next yeah. time. Yeah. Next time I'll use the hairdryer to blow the coals <laughs> off, you know. Uh mm. back to your your house. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to assume I know your financial in, uh situation or mm-hmm. ask, but if you had a million dollars and the capacity to set up a full-fledged functioning staffed restaurant, would you, or would you just keep it as is? That's a great question, and I'm yeah. happy you answered it. I asked it. Um, I have come to the conclusion after all of my years of working in the food service industry that there is far more pleasure on my side from being able to look my customer in the eye. Yeah. So... The closer I can stay to that, the better the return is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have, I literally have plans for a building that I've wanted to build for years that is on my property, okay. but that is a standalone uh, dual purpose building, meaning that if everything went to shit and we wanted to sell, it would be structured as a mother-in-law suite. Okay. But essentially it would be a show kitchen mm-hmm. with an open format dining room. And I would do two 12 spot tables mm. and, but there would be a full show kitchen and two basically large format picnic tables, you know? And so that way I could seat 24 and I would love to do like a Friday night and a Saturday night seating and do that twice a month and then do cooking classes. And, yeah. You and know, it's all still on your terms all too. Still, like yeah. the system you have too enables you to perfect your meals and your courses even yeah. more so because you have time to prep. Right. And it's not just people coming in and ordering on a whim. Either. Right, 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 it's right. Not, it's yeah, not. I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the, I mean, a lot of people 
dismiss the art part of culinary arts, but there is truly an art side oh, to absolutely like spirited cooking, yeah. you know? Um, and I don't want to get away from that. You know, short order cooking is order taking and fabrication based on someone's expectations. Mm-hmm. So when, when I get to cook, it's an expression of me, you know, it's, it, and it's, it's, it's empty void of your expectations because you don't bring in expectations. Right. And that's the beauty of what we do is it attracts the, the perfect clientele for what we're looking for. It's people that come and they relinquish everything to me. And it, it systematic or like almost it's a happy accident, mm-hmm. if you will, that it precludes pretentious, snooty people yeah. out of the mix. Yeah. Well, that, that's, I you think know? that's what I enjoyed about the whole thing the most is I had no idea what we were going right. to eat. And that's, and I was just, yeah, you're at, you're at yeah. his mercy, but yeah. that's also great because you're, you're not in control. Right. Like just sit back and enjoy the ride. Well, yeah. I had no expectations of right. what yeah. either. Right. I was just, I'm, I'm here to do it. Right. Let's get it done. I mean, and it's it was awesome. And, and that's the thing like, um, and this is based off of years of cooking and, and, you know, going out to eat and dealing with all of these aspects. But, you know, even you know, we've all had that restaurant where like, hey, we booked a reservation, mm-hmm. you know, and it's two months out and you read their menu and, you know, you're like, oh, this looks good and this looks good. And it's either your expectations, what led up to it are either met or they're let down yeah, or they're sometimes exceeded. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you still have expectations. If you just go in with a blank, like I'm here. Mm-hmm. It takes so much pressure off of you. It takes pressure off of me, too, because you don't have a clue what to expect. Right. Yeah. But I still know that I'm wanting to make you happy. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily about impressing you. It's about, like, I'm proud of this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's celebrate it together, you know? Um, I, I just enjoy that aspect, and, and that's my favorite way to eat if, as well. Yeah. You know? If, so If that brings you to your happy place, then that's priceless. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get to make a living doing it. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, and I get to spend time with my wife in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. that's incredible too yeah, that's that awesome. you two are able to maintain a cordial so uh, symbiosis. In, yeah, in yeah, the you're, kitchen, you're not like killing that. each other yet. Yeah, um, <laughs> but in that in that same spirit of that question, like my dream building stuff, the the idea would be to get Paula out of the kitchen. Yeah, like just and not because I don't want her in the kitchen, but because out of respect, I want her out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know. Um, I would much rather her just be the flitter girl. Be the host. You know? Yeah. If, she, if yeah. you will. Yeah. You know, just making sure everybody's having a good time. Yeah. You know, just be in the face. Okay. So is the 24th the next? That's yeah. the next meal? I haven't announced it yet. Um, they're going to get announced tomorrow. But I do have the 24th. But I think I think there's only six seats remaining for the 24th. Uh, eight. Eight. That's the last on here. Anyways. Yeah. And I'm, then, I'm on here. That's and then July is going to be the 15th. And the twenty second, yeah. <laughs> hey, there's Wait, did I, that's did my I birthday. say it right? July, it. July, July, July. You, July. you got to Shooter Jennings it up, you know. Yeah. Fourth of July. July. I am a July. fan of Shooter. I do. I, so. he got, he's got a new album out, I believe. It hey, just came out. Really? While yeah. we're on Shooter, can we take yeah. a minute to pause and, and? Oh, I like this. Did you? Did I you could, guys hear that Sturgill is done? Like he had a voice what? injury, and he's. 
not going to record any more music. Yeah, but oh. not going to tour. What's that? What's that big girl from the English girl? Uh, Adele. Adele. She yeah. also said Hers she was, was because of COVID. Did you just call her a big girl. She was. I now she's not. Consider her no. a big girl. Well, she's deciduously big. She was big. Yes. Yeah. She, she's not she, no more though. Right. Uh, but she also said. Yeah. She yeah. also said she was done because she had a voice thing. Well, and George Strait too is also like, ah, my retirement tour. Five yeah. tours later, and yeah. yeah. So, but no, he legitimately, from what I understand, has a voice injury. But I forgot about Adele. Yeah. You're right. So maybe there's hope. I wonder yeah. if he. I'm a big I hope there guy. Is. I got a bad Star COVID Trump. episode. Have of, you seen his YouTube or Netflix? Sorry, Netflix. Yeah. The oh, Sound, Sound, Sound and Fury. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, his yeah. rock album. Yeah, yeah, Sound and Fury. Yeah. yeah, the one that's all Japanimation. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's freaking amazing. Of course. Yeah. And then Maynard Keenan from Tool, mm-hmm. he got a bad episode of COVID, and he's like, my voice is going to be different from here on out. Mm. Yeah. Freaking COVID. Also a fantastic winemaker. Have you guys listened to interviews with him? Yeah. Yeah, Dude. we did. He's, I've he's, not had any of their wine, though. Their wine is fantastic. Yeah, it's, Mer- it's, there's Merkin. Yeah. Um, Which is funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what Merkin is? <laughs> um, then what's the other one? I've had them both. There's three now. I- I think there's Merkin, there's uh, Caduceus. Caduceus. And um, their Caduceus is the higher end one, I believe. And then now there's a third. I don't know the third one. Mm. I actually had a, a couple show up at one of my dinners and they had some of the Caduceus. And really? I was like, holy shit, do you even do? And they were like, and oh, yeah, we it's know. It's not just a novelty thing. Like no. the wines I had from him were good. No, he's passionate. He like, is. I don't know how the dude sleeps. It's authentic. Like, got, we need to, we need that's to talk what I was He might be able to get it. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, like when, if it comes from a, a place that's true, yeah, mm. it's gonna be good. He has three bands: Tool, yeah. Pucifer, a Perfect Circle, yeah, and then operating multiple wineries. So. Yeah, but I mean, how often do any of those come out with music too? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, Tool once every decade yeah, or so. Right, <laughs> right. Well, and if and if you listen to well, when your songs are. Yeah, so fifteen long. minutes. Long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you've listened to his thought process on their songs too, like sometimes I, th- I can't remember if it's Perfect Circle, like the guys write all the music yeah. and they just send it to him, and, and then, then he, he puts his lyrics. He puts his lyrics. And he's on. adamant. He, people yeah. he, in interviews, it's like, "What's up with the tool album?" He's like, "Those guys aren't done writing their music yet. Right. Once they're done and they send it to me, it'll be ready because right. I'll yeah. put lyrics to it." Right. But he's like, I don't mess with their. Pro- I don't that's mess a, with their that's process. That's an interesting creative process. It's probably yeah, the you know? one that has kept them together for almost forty years. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's got to be a, a great like working relationship. Yeah, like, absolutely. hey, we're going to do our thing, then we're going to hand it off to you, and yep. we trust you to do your thing. And it works. Yeah, and it works. It does so, work. what's your favorite, most memorable dish that you have prepared? Oh my, Ooh. dude, that's ridiculous. What's your favorite yeah. whiskey you've ever drank? Right there in front of you, bro. Okay, that is that is it. That's, That's the creme de la creme top for of me. Mind. Yeah, that's kind of easy. I mean, I'll take that. I've had all the pappies. I've had every whiskey. I've been underwhelmed by every pappy I've ever yeah, tasted. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, under yeah. underproofed and watered yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. So underwhelmed. It's all hype. That's an important concept because, like you were saying before, it's like expectation meets reality. Mm-hmm. But but that is probably true. It's either it's either handy or that four roses, yeah. Al, Al Young four roses that yeah. we had. But William yeah. Larue Weller is up there too. Uh, I still maintain that whistle pig right there. Mm. Is, yeah. William Larue Weller is like weeded pappy juice, yeah. but at full proof. I yeah. love weeded whiskey. It's so good. It's mm. so smooth. Yeah. It is good. Silky. It's dangerous. Done right. So but that's but that goes back to most of those are unfiltered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unfiltered. Untouched. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let's, if you can't do Hold that. No, he can do that. Can you do that? Favorite dish I've ever made. I mean, you could, you could just lie to us. So I'm going to tell you the dish that locked my wife. Okay. 
Well, that's um, understandably yeah. got to be a favorite. I made um, so I made a rock shrimp tomato Alfredo oh. for her when we were still dating. So a tomato and Alfredo. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make. I can't imagine that. It's like a so. I'll call it a creamy tomato sauce, then. Okay. but it's a yeah. It was a, a you know a San Marzano tomato sauce that was classically prepared, and then I made basically made an Alfredo into there. That sounds amazing. Um, and then rock shrimp, uh-huh. and then angel hair pasta. Okay, and that's one of those dishes that I made for her, and I was still clumsy in the kitchen, you know. Um, but like you have confidence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ab- I mean, fake it till you make yeah. it, right? But um, the flavors were still there. The techniques, like looking back, I'm like, why did I do it like that? Right. You know? And what's funny is since then, you know, I have this Rolodex of, of recipes and dishes that are in my head that somehow I can't remember what I ate for breakfast this morning, but I can tell you about a dish that I cooked 15 years ago, yeah. you know? Um, so... It came up, I don't know, five or six years ago. And so I started making it again for her. And then I served it at a couple of our dinners, you know, because that's the other thing is I like to give a brief description of our dishes, like Mm -hmm. where the inspiration or why did I make this or blah, blah, blah. And it's literally one of the the dishes that solidified our relationship. You know, like she was like, oh, this boy can cook, you know. I mean, that wins a lady over, you know. Yeah. And and it's one of the dishes that still sticks in her head. Okay. Uh, so so on on that note, before I forget about mm-hmm. you coming and explaining a little bit, because I remember that when we came, mm-hmm. when you came to our table, and you tried to explain, did you ever leave going drunk sons of bitches? <laughs> no. Freaking wise county boys. Up you know, here. you know, it's we had a good time at our table. Oh, and and <laughs> and that's the expectation, and and I would be upset if you didn't. Yeah, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's so the funny thing is. Nobody else understands our experience uh-huh. on our side. Mm-hmm. And it's in, so when people show up, you know, there's a quietness and then there's a gentle roar that builds because as people show up, it, it gets louder. Yeah. And then people let their guard down slowly. Yeah. And then when I deliver a dish, it goes dead quiet. Uh-huh. And then it builds back up. And then the next dish comes and it goes dead quiet. But it's funny because it always restarts from the part from the point where it stopped. Right. So the decibel level continues to rise throughout the course. That of the would night. be an interesting point of view to capture from the kitchen's side out, like highlighting that if we were ever to come video. Yeah. It happens. Um, and, and just mm-hmm. edit that to where it's like, like clockwork. In those stages that you described. It, it's With so, you narrating that in the background, yeah. that would be some brilliant footage. It's so interesting because once you're tuned into it, much like the trash bowl observation, yeah, you don't even have to see people's faces, yeah, to understand if they're enjoying everything or not. Okay, <laughs> you can the visual cue of the bowl and the auditory feedback from the banter uh-huh. and the levels. Yeah, it's all is, you need. It's all you need. Uh. You know exactly. It's it's almost like conducting an orchestra. You know. I just remember at our table we had that one woman that was very experienced mm-hmm. uh, in culinary. <laughs> I think that was lots of experience yeah. with her. I call them heavies. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've got pictures pictures with her, and every time we show somebody the picture, you're like, oh, you guys, god damn! <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue what you're talking about, but I'm it's, gonna have to find that yeah. picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think there was only was there. 
two, uh, two more couples with yeah. us. So that's the think, other yeah. cool thing that I really enjoy too, is that you know sometimes we have people that show up that are just a couple. Yeah, and they get shuffled into this table. Yeah, Heck yeah, and that also leads into everything. Like you know, to me, it goes back to the sushi bar experience. You sit down mm-hmm. and you're sitting next to somebody that you don't know, and by yeah. the end of the meal. You're like, man, have you tried this? You know, yeah, that's the way right. I am. Yeah. But yeah. and by the end of the meal, you're like, hey, we should grab a bite sometime. Or you know, right. you're all best friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and well, that's the other kick-ass thing about this. We have forged relationships. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what I think the spirit of it is overall. Like going back to the and I, tribalism sounds bad, but I mean, like making a smaller group out of a bigger contingent. Sure. You know? yeah. yeah, I don't know that and it sounds bad. I think yeah. that's where we're. I but I mean, I don't know, coming from somebody that says they hate people. So. That's true. Well, I hate certain type of people. <laughs> yeah. Artists from New Mexico. <laughs> but, you know, there's this, oh, we, we, we did a, we did a, a video. I think he's secretly in love with that lady. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. That's got to be it. Yeah. yeah. But we did a video with this little, I mean, it's a little podunk place in Greenwood. Mm-hmm. And and when people ask me about it, I tell them, I was like, hey, if you go out there, just get ready. You're going to, you are going to set with somebody you don't know. Yeah. I mean, because it's just not—it's not big enough. Like, even if you're at a different table with him, you're this close to him. Right. It's all. Yeah. That would be boom. a great way to start his episode of a whiskey bro feature. Is to have, like pull the narration about the audio developing in stages, and like introducing the video with that, just from a camera's perspective, and him narrating that, like shooting people, from the kitchen. Dude, yes, out. from the kitchen and out. Yeah. Like a yeah. minute long intro with you talking uh-huh. about that. That'd be great. It's it's so cool, and it and it's so. You know, everybody has their own experience when they come. Yeah. But that's the experience that is for me. Yeah. You know, like, and it and it's selfishly, that's just for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody will get to experience what I see from the other side. Right. You yeah, know? until Unless we you're video it. it. Yeah. 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 But still, it's, it, you still own that. Though. Yeah, it's, it's a still trip. yours to own. It's a trip, and it's it's it, it happens every time. Yeah. So, you know? so on that, if you're, if you just put out the food... Mm-hmm. Told the people what it is, enjoy, and then you go back into the kitchen as you do. Are you ever in there going, why is it still a little bit quieter than normal? No, because that can mean a couple of things. A good, they're eating instead Everybody's of talking. Everybody's really liking yeah. the yeah. food. Yeah, because yeah, okay. when it goes dead quiet, I'm yeah. like, they're freaking stunned. Yeah, they're putting their food yeah. in their mouth. But, okay. But yeah. then when you hear that, then it's then you go, what? what, what, what are you? And, yeah. and you can hear people going, what did he say that was again? Yeah. You know, that's that's typically what it is. Because about course seven or so, people they're you know yeah. excited. Yeah, to say this. Yeah, you know, and maybe a little like tip top. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then you got wine. you got people like me when they first show up and they yelling in the kitchen. What'd you say this was? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, neat. Yeah, but but that's the cool thing. Like going back to what I said, like it takes a certain type of people to sign up for this event. Right. So it precludes us from having people like just by design. Yeah. yeah. We don't have people that aren't fun. Right. You know, it takes a certain type of person Mm -hmm. to say, a, I'm going to eat nine courses. Yeah. Yeah. B, I'm going to show up not knowing what I'm going to eat. And then we're going to somebody's house. Yeah. Like it kind of does the weeding for you. Yeah, Yeah. So, so I've only had like maybe one person, in the four years that we've been doing this, that I'd be like, I'm not excited they're coming back, mm. you know? Yeah, but that's a great way to for anybody to kind of branch into, well, I mean, what do you call it, foodism? Yeah. yeah. 
culinary arts mm-hmm. is, yeah. is is to commit to a Immersion. chef's table. Yeah. 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 Just, just say let somebody yeah, else be we're in control. Go do this. Yeah. Let somebody else be in control. Yeah, I mean, All right. That's it's it's so much fun. I broached the subject with you, but on mm-hmm. a broader spectrum, <clears throat> outside of your own uh endeavors, mm-hmm. and then the three of us, we can't say steak. Mm-hmm. I want to go around, start we'll start with you and come around. What's your most memorable meal you've ever had? Oh, this is easy for me. Uh, oh, shit. Restaurant? Really? Anything? I think anything, yeah. Oh, I thought now, we were talking restaurants. Let's just, yeah, let's oh. stick with restaurants. Let's just focus oh, it down just a little restaurants. More. No steak, oh, not your own food, restaurants. So hard. What's your- uh, memorable everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole, the whole oh. spectrum. Uh, me and the wife in Vegas. Yeah, but what was the food? Yeah, like, what was go? the dish? Uh, well, that's why it's so memorable. <clears throat> So we went to Vegas, mm-hmm. and we went to um, Crafton Fork or Crafton mm-hmm. something. I don't remember what Tom it was. Tom Colicchio's place. Yeah, it's a, it's a big steakhouse yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, there's tons of people. It's a big, nice, fancy, fancy. So we uh, they set us down, but it, we're in one of those tables with a – the back is one long uh, bar or a bench. Yeah. And it's got like – Four or five tables with some chairs out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they set us down here. So it's just me and, and the wife. But then all of a sudden, here comes all these dudes, and they it's all guys, and they take up the whole rest of this this thing. Yeah. So they started ordering drinks, started ordering drinks. Me and the wife, we ordered a little appetizer, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, here comes the, the wait staff, and they literally just kept bringing all these appetizers. God. There was like eight of them, let's say. I told him I was like, God dang it! Looks like they ordered everything on the freaking appetizer menu. Yeah, which that's I mean, the way to dine. Well, that's that's what they did, but the story gets better. So, you know, we're probably in it forty minutes into it after that. You know, because it was a it was a place that you did not get in a hurry for. You know, right. you went and enjoyed everything. Yeah. So, I mean, they're slamming some drinks back, just slamming it, asking us the whole time, "Man, you guys got to try this appetizer here. You guys try to try this." And I was like, "No, no, no, we're trying." And you know, me and the lady, we're over there trying to have a nice romantic <laughs> evening mm-hmm. out. You know, it's just because we went out with a group of people, so it was a it was a date night, if you will. I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, we'll try, we'll try a little bit of that. We'll try that." And then here comes we ordered steak and blah blah whatever, and then, so we're eating, and all of a sudden, like every staff member of the restaurant, here they come, and they all have platters of food on their hands. Yeah, and I'm like, babe. I think they ordered everything on the menu. They set it all down, and that's exactly what they did. And come to find out, they were all like brain surgeons. Oh, yeah. And they go to Vegas once a year and play golf, and the loser has to buy the tab. Oh. And literally, they ordered everything on the freaking menu. But they gave us. I mean, that's the first time I tried. Like, it was some kind of like some big duck. I don't remember what it was. It was Doug, but it was the first time I ever tried Doug. Yeah. I, I'm still sitting on that whole thought. That is awesome. <laughs> I know. Like me and the wife were <laughs> just sitting there, awesome. and it was just luck of the draw. You know, they could have set us anywhere in the whole restaurant. Sure. And just lucky we got to sit right beside all these freaking billionaire, probably, you know. <laughs> but they literally ordered every dish on the menu. Dude, I, you don't know how many times I've wanted to do that. I know. Go into a restaurant and say, Bring me one of everything. Yeah, yeah. That, which is be yeah, that'd be freaking amazing. That's a, that's how my entire culinary career started. Me going on a cruise at eight years old. Yeah, and ordering everything, everything. on the menu. Yeah. Well, that's the was, only good thing about cruises, man, because you can yeah. get all kinds of different. Yeah. 
But yeah, so that was really cool because okay. those guys were cool and they were like, man, you guys got to try. Come, come try. Oh, I don't remember his name. And that it goes like, back to what we were talking about. Like yeah. that, that communalism, yeah. you know, like, hey, try this. Try this, yeah. you know? Yeah. But so that that's probably my most memorable. Um, but Papa Bros to me is still the best steak out there. But It's the place for the bros. Yes. Yeah. For the bros, high yeah. feed. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, dude? Freaking you know our beans. buddy, feed? You know yeah. that guy? Yeah, yeah. You mean, he went diesel. He went yeah, to, diesel. Uh, yeah, he went to uh, Papa's Bros. Diesel yeah. without the bros. Anybody, you know, with his wife. Yeah, oh, without the bros. Jesus. And we're like, Hafid, it's yeah. in the freaking name. Yeah, bros. Bros. Yeah, we have a rule. You don't go to Papa Bros without the bros. Huh. How about you? What's no, no, no? We're going. Oh, Chance wants okay, to be we're last. Going Unless you're doing what you do and you're asking him at looking at me. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah. How about it's you? It's so weird to hear y'all call him Hafid. I've yeah. never. Like, <laughs> like, to me, like, when Kim would call him Hafid when he's on speaker, I'm always he like, was in trouble. Weird. trouble. Is that weird? So what did y'all call him out there? Beans. Beans. Okay. Beans. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, his coveralls said beans. Yeah. 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 I mean. Um, I think when my wife heard that, she just took it one step further, and she kept calling him Beaner for the most oh, time. I'm God. like, babe. That's, that's aggressive. That's not a nickname. That's, <laughs> well, you're we taking all, it a step further. Yeah, we all know how your wife is. That's yeah. aggressive. <laughs> she was so innocent, though. I'm like, yeah. that's not, no, 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 babe. Yeah, take gotta, the ER off yeah, at the end of take, it. It's, it's, you got to use the, the what, what do they say? The uh, soft R, soft yeah, and hard R. It's, it's bean up. Yeah. Bean, what up, bean up? <laughs> Beans. But yeah, Beans, she took yep. it a step further. I'm like, no, babe, that's not no. <laughs> like my buddy's a, a redhead, and I go, that's y'all's word. I can't mm. say ginger. Yeah, <laughs> ginger. <laughs> that's y'all's word. <laughs> no, uh, I've had so many. I've been fortunate to have so many food experiences. But immediately when you ask that question, like I went when my wife was like three or four months pregnant with my oldest son. Yeah. Uh, we went out for my birthday and my mom took us. Yeah. My mom is the one that turned me on to food. And we went to a place in uh, Dallas right by uh, the original All Shucks, I think. I think it's All Shucks. Um, over off of McKinney, it was a place called Lola. Mm. And they had a tasting menu restaurant and we did 18 courses Dang. oh my god and you would think it's a lot yeah but, but it's small. everything is tiny bite size okay. and it everything we had was absolutely perfect uh-huh. our server was there exactly when you needed him and gone when you didn't mm. and he had every piece of information that you cared for yeah like you would ask him a question and it wasn't well, i'll find out yeah it was i know this i know this he was as passionate about the food as the people that were cooking it that and it was a wine pairing as well it makes a huge difference yeah, and everything was effing spot on mm-hmm. like they started i'm not gonna bore you with all the courses but they started with what they called the grilled cheese and tomato soup <laughs> And it was a piece of cheese, literally a piece of cheese that was grilled, griddled. Yeah. And a little, like, demi-toss, like a espresso cup uh-huh. of a tomato, heirloom tomato froth. <laughs> and that was the starter. And it was amazing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm in. And, I mean, like, one, one uh, course was a, just a single oyster, but they had this beautiful mignonette on it. And one course was sweetbreads, yeah. you know, mm. but it was amazing. Just like how a multi-course should be. Like you're sure. supposed to be wowed with every mm-hmm. bite. Yeah. yeah. Like the, when you get into multi-course dining and you start talking to people about it, like, and I try to 
keep this, but I also I, I play two different roles. Like ideally it should be three bytes. Mm-hmm. Like the the ideal philosophy behind multi-course, the, the best expl- explanation I've ever heard is that first course is like that, or that first bite is that introductory bite. Mm-hmm. That second bite is like the exploration, like, mm-hmm. oh, I tasted this now, I tasted that. And that third bite is like the, damn, I'm sorry you're gone. Yeah, you know? no, I was, that's what I was fixing right. to say. I, I, was, I've, I was in there when we went to see you. I was like, some of those things I was like, are you gonna eat, you gonna, you gonna eat <laughs> all that over? <laughs> so it's it's the story process, like yeah. each bite, is your introduction, your climax, and then your conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. right. But but you know we talk about like when you get a plate of food, and by the time you get halfway through it, you get this palate fatigue. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you're just sick of eating it, but you just keep eating it because you're not full. Yeah, you know. So that's the, the less it's chips and salsa. I don't know what I just keep oh, going. I had and chips and just, salsa today. I went to meat casino with yeah, my wife. I had and chips and salsa today too. It was good stuff. But so, the, the other thing I keep, I'll, I'll wrap this up, but the other thing I try to do other than the three bites is I try to pretend that all of my food would fit on <clears throat> one really large entree plate. Okay. So that's the the perspective that I try to wrangle in everything, yeah. you know, so I don't overserve at this point. Okay. You know? that's, yeah. Makes good sense. So, um, and it also helps you keep your proportions yeah. paired accurately. Yeah. It's Lola's. Yeah, amazing. They're gone, long uh, gone. Yeah, of course. But, but there was another place uh, on Greenville called the Green Room that was right next to, I think, Curtain Club. And they used to go do uh, a chef's choice where you'd come in and you pay like, I don't know, maybe it was 70 bucks. Yeah. And it was five or six courses. And you didn't have a choice. And they just bring it out. And huh. every time we ever went there, I was just blown away. And one day, you know, I was I was working as a professional chef myself. Yeah. And one day, um, like maybe the second or third time we were there, I was talking to my server and I was like, hey, can I buy those guys a beer in the kitchen? Can I go, can I Can I just poke my head in the kitchen? And I went in the kitchen, it's just some 19-year-old stoners back there having fun cooking food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, it, and all their food was amazing. I'll be damned. And I was like, I want to buy you guys a beer. Yeah. You know, and they were like, yeah, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> but it was cool. That's awesome. Cool. Doc? Man, it's hard to follow that one up. Yeah. I'm like sure froth, it's Jack in the Box. Tomato. <laughs> and yeah, maybe. Okay, so I had some A5 Wagyu mm. one time at Papa Bros. That was pretty good. Yeah. Did you take beans? No. 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 This was this was before, before beans. Was, uh, he goes there without beans. Me. Yeah. Beans yeah. just PB. goes without us. <laughs> no, okay. So it wasn't even that. It was, uh, okay, so one time... Uh, Myself, Savage Bro, and his wife went down to my wife's grandfather's funeral in Nederland. Where? And then, yeah, Nederland, Nederland. like Nederland. Beaumont. Down by yeah, I was going to say, far southeast. Yeah, down right. Yeah, right. Piney Woods. And on the way back, I don't know actually how this transpired, but we were like, oh, we're going to take like a two-hour detour. No, we, we did the whole uh, thing that we do with... Man, we got to get something to eat. Let's just start <laughs> yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. place we found was like two hours away. It was, so we said, "Screw it." Yeah, and and, it was and, worth it. And so we went to Conroe. I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so we're in Nederland, and we're like, "Okay, let's find somewhere to eat." That's Conroe. next to cut and shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we found a hot dog stand of all places, and oh my. Well, no, it was a hot. It was a hot dog restaurant. Oh my like, it was, god! It was like. It like, was sell me on a hot dog. It Dude. was fucking ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Tell me what makes a hot dog. But ridiculous. we went in there and said, 
we want five of whatever. whatever. Yeah, that's exactly and the, what the they, owner, and they did. Well, the owner was shocked because he came out and talked to us. He's like, what are you guys yeah. doing? And we're like, oh, no, we're just food people, you know? Just make us... Make us something. But, man. And he did. Yeah. And I For couldn't even dogs. tell you yeah. what he made uh, yeah, us. Yeah, was, this was years ago, but... I'm no, telling it was like you, two that, years ago. There's big power and relinquishing power when yeah. it comes to oh people God. that really know food. Yeah. But it wasn't just like a hot dog with mustard and relish. Sure, he did. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Like, tell Joe, me it, what was what it made was, it so special. Shit, he was just doing weird even, stuff on a hot dog you normally wouldn't eat on. A hot he was dog. wrapping yeah. hot dogs in salami. Yeah, he was, it was using different sauces, yeah. it different was, breads. Yeah. yeah, and and okay, like God dang, that's it awesome. was mad respect. Like that's yeah. We need We should have looked at the Yelp because the Yelp, yeah, the Yelp. Cause what 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 dang shit I, I almost want to find it I know because the Yelp, the Yelp <laughs> review we left was pretty genius. So what was the name of the place? God, I don't even remember. What's funny is I, I have know. buddies that live in Conroe. Well, you oh, need to okay. You need to, we'll find out. How what long this ago is. was this? Do you think oh, this God. place it still like exists? Two, oh, it still exists. It probably yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was during the pandemic. Yes. Or, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bulldogies. The, uh, that's it. Bulldogies. Bulldogies. Yeah. Because bulldogies. The nursing Hope trying to make me put them out. It's got a 4.8 stars, 878 reviews. Did you pull up our Yelp? No. Because it's worth it's worth finding and reading. It's that good. But I'm looking. But I'm looking. Chance, you can go ahead and tell your story, and we'll come back to the. Oh, the but it was it was easily. We got on the road. We were in a coma. Oh yeah, like we couldn't <laughs> believe it, and. And well, I think that's because we also ordered the dessert and <laughs> everything it was, else. It was dessert at a hot dog stand? <laughs> it was, so so yeah. it was... Uh, it was stupid. His theme was carnival. So they had... Uh, uh, okay. What's the thing with the powdered sugar over it? Funnel, funnel cake. cake? Funnel cake. So we got a funnel cake and Try then we got something yeah. else. And yeah, we were <laughs> Funnel cakes are like two bites of funnel cake and I've had enough. Yeah, but that's another one of those olfactory things. Like as soon as you smell one, there's there's no mistake and you're like... I'm at a carnival. Yeah, yeah. that's a funnel uh, This cake. is my childhood, yeah. right? Harkening right. back. Right. Mine's yeah. got to be, I know uh, my wife would like me to say La Bistro, the Italian restaurant in North Richland Hills, but it's not since she was there with her ex before she was me. Mm. It's a great place though. But mine's pretty simple. Um, one of my favorite, my favorite memory is uh, my wife, unbeknownst to me, took me up to the Peach Orchard. It's a <clears throat> small hole-in-the-wall catfish joint right across the Red River. And um, what the hell is the name of that little? It's before you Oklahoma. Get to, it's before yeah. you get to Warica. Thackerville? Uh, no, there's a little bit. Nope. No, it's it's the uh, further west. Yeah, yeah. you go up to Bowie Casino there, and then you uh, uh, and then from Bowie you go up into Oklahoma. But you cross over the river, and there's a little bitty place there. And you, if you like blink, you miss it. But it's mm-hmm. called Doug's Peach Orchard, hmm. and uh, they serve calf fries, French fries, mm. and catfish. Yep, I love me some calf and fries. My wife took me all the way up there for my birthday, and I walk in, and all these fuckers mm. are all sitting at the table waiting, uh, grinning. Yeah. And I had no clue they were all going to be. Oh, there. that's when I had snake bite. Uh, yeah, I was, I was I guess on it my was right after that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you were scooting around. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just a simple get together like that, and of course, my wife had bought me a bottle of a 2007 Thomas Handy too. Mm, yeah, that, that helped a lot. <laughs> but it was just the simple thing of my all my people that I love are there, and it's good fried fish in abundance. And oh, I thought we were talking about just food. Yeah. Yeah. We were. Okay. Yeah, but like, I mean, I mean, can you, can you ever separate the fried two? Fried catfish. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's fried all Fried catfish experience. and tartar sauce. Yeah. All right, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to let Doc read this because it's... Oh, it's, shit. But I found it, yeah. So you it's, found it's, it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's worth Holy it. This place God. serves... I don't know if you've ever had, like, really good oh. tartar sauce. Mm-hmm. It's a chunky. <sighs> it's, it's a, they make their... It's, it's all homemade, obviously. Yeah. But it... 
huge dish of their homemade tartar sauce, sliced uh, white onions, mm-hmm. white bread, and a fucking mound of pickles. Yeah. yeah. So and then just a huge basket of fresh fried catfish. Yep. Not getting better than Nothing that, special to it. I yeah. mean, it's like your grandma's kitchen. Yeah. That's or like li- our dining room. When I was a kid, we used to go to a place when I lived in Shreveport that was on the on Cross Lake that was, I think it was Catfish Inn or something like that. And it was out on a dock and, you know, mm-hmm. and they had exactly the same thing. But yeah. they had the sliced white onion. They had like a pickled green tomato, mm-hmm. like a, almost yeah. like a chow chow that they served. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they had uh, homemade... Uh, not hush puppies. I think they were like corn fritters. Oh, and, nice. Okay. And it was, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. You know, no. but it was all one of those all you can eat. They just keep bringing you baskets <laughs> of catfish, you know? Yep. And yep. and we would eat, my mom always eat, ordered whole catfish. Yeah. She would eat the, the tails and everything. Oh, I loved eating you know? the, the crispy so tails. The crispy catfish. parts. Yeah. As a kid, it freaked me out. And as an adult, I'm like, she knew what was going on. Yeah, yep. those were the you good know? parts. Yeah. Can you all still right. get bone in catfish anywhere? Oh, yeah. I don't, okay. You yeah. can. Oh, yeah. Probably oh just, yeah, this is a good review. I know that's why I said it's worth reading. It's it. worth finding and reading. So, all right, get back into your surprise. Okay. Or what'd you ask me? Why is it so good? Hot dogs. Right, get right, back right, into right, that. Right. Get back like into what that. Makes mindset. a great hot dog. Yeah. Explain no, to yeah. me. Sell me on this hot dog. Read this to him. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> probably should have got a chance to read it, but I don't know. You want to read it? I don't. Well, the, I don't the reason care. why I said you need you to because you were there. So yeah. You wrote. You can relive that experience. We wrote it on the way all the way back. And exclaims, that's how you know the shit is good, is when you're blown away by a hot dog. This place achieves pass-through status, meaning you shouldn't pass through without stopping. The problem is, after you do stop and devour what this place offers up, you will want nothing more than to crawl into bed, and the rest of your trip will be in peril. This is exactly the predicament I find myself now. I do not remember the specific menu items at hand, because we basically told the tattooed and masked-wearing owner during COVID yep. to blow our minds. That he did. I remember a haze of sordid flavors, including sriracha, blue cheese, the most amazing bread, onions, tomato, garlic, pesto, thick and coated bacon, and finally a fried rhesus concoction that sent my mind whirling. The freshly squeezed lemonade just served to magnify these strange combinations of flavors. This is pass-through status now. Sorry, I've been drinking. Uh, (laughs) But mark my words, when the Texas speed train thing becomes real, it will be a destination. Do yourselves a flavor. Okay, that's kind of a catchy. Like, do yourselves a flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stop by on empty and order the chef's table. This isn't the menu, but he'll know what to do. Then sit back and prepare to be blown away. <laughs> you were that was obviously it, impressed. Yeah, 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 I'm telling yeah. You. For, for hot crazy. dogs, we were blown away. That's crazy. It's. I mean, how much can you do with a hot dog? Oh, Apparently a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of Chicago's staple places is making a move here portillo's yeah i haven't yeah. been there yet i no, want to go the new ones in the colony and then there's another one going in somewhere portillo's they, yeah. which is it's uh, like hot dogs hot beef sandwiches yeah. just yeah. what you think of chicago so but i think we, we went into that with that same mindset mm-hmm. we're like okay it's cool it's got a lot of good reviews it's gonna be hot dogs we're gonna yeah. go see like what, we can't what, be disappointed what can you do right? with hot dogs yeah. but do your the, thing the stuff but that we're he brought like, out was like Mm-hmm. Or we were just we I guess we could have just been extremely hungry. We, <laughs> we were, we were. 
no, that no, helps. No, that was really good because his wife and kids went back down there, and I think the mother-in-law, yeah. and they all said they do. But mm. it is hot dogs, so, I mean, uh, but it's really good ones. Well, we all need to, we need to grab beans and then go pick Brad up and go check out Portillo's. Yeah, yeah that would be fun. Yeah, Maybe we do fun, Portillo's for thing. lunch and Papa Bro's because oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have all the bro's beans. Yeah, we'll have everybody together and just call the wives back. Hey, meet us. Uh, we just no, no. We're like we decided we're gonna go to Dallas. We'll be home later. Yeah. It's okay. We'll take the Telsa. It'll <laughs> yeah. be cheap. Oh, if we don't run out of electricity. Yeah, yeah. I went to. Papa I want to see me, Chance, and Beans in the back of the Telsa. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a whiskey tie-in. I went to Papa Brothers forever ago mm-hmm. with my mom once again, and I think it was a birthday. Um, I might have been twenty years old because I was dating my wife at the time, and yeah. they had a. Um, was it King Louis the Thirteenth? Oh God, uh, yeah. Is that a um, cognac? Yeah, yeah. Uh. they had a special that they were running, and it was—I can't remember what the price was. Six hundred dollars an but, ounce? No, but you you get a shot of that, and it was like your whole meal. Uh-huh. And I did, you know, had the steak and everything, and um, it was good. Uh, I think it was like a ten ounce fillet or whatever. Um, and then I had the whiskey, and I was so underwhelmed with it you know i don't know what it is like going back to pappy but when you associate that price tag yeah mm-hmm. yeah you associate like something you know you reach this per this point of uh what's it called returning uh diminishing, diminishing return yeah right? like like i would this. agree like i wouldn't pay i wouldn't pay six hundred dollars for this but i'd pay two hundred dollars for this all right day. yeah or just have people in your life that have yeah it that's what right. i do right that's right the whole point of there's no chance right. <laughs> but I'm, but i mean like pappy like uh, i have a buddy that that his wife bought him a bottle of uh oh, was it old old rip man winkle or whatever oh rip old rip yep. yeah and uh i sat down with him uh, at his birthday <clears throat> dinner at a place, and he goes, "Oh yeah, it was great, man. I made myself an old fashioned with it on oh, the way." Oh God! And I was like, "People just like just you should it. not yep. have Ooh. Pappy." That's right. And my wife goes, "You can't say that to people." And I said, "Hell yes, yes I can." I, can. Yeah. I said, "Because it's people like him that need to hear it." Yep. Yeah. But then he he understood what I was saying. It actually struck a chord. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, "I'll save some and we'll taste it." Yeah. And he brought it over, and it was just him and I, and we poured some, and you know, a little Glencairn, and and I tasted it, and I was like. It's good whiskey, but it's, it's good. not. It's good, but it's not. A, I you mean, you can find better things on the shelf for sixty dollars. Yeah, like yeah. like w- what? What is ever without the the clout? A thousand dollar whiskey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I all, mean, mm. it's it's all about just it's a flex. Yeah, yes, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but there's damn good juice out there. Well, it's just like know? Blanton's. Oh yeah, Blanton's, but Blanton's like is good. Tea. It's good, but, but it's good. It's good for forty dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't pay secondary. I, that's what I said at the I've very never, beginning. I've never paid a hundred over a hundred dollars a bottle, and I never will. I don't pay secondary Speaking for which, anything. Let's, uh, let's pour that. Uh, oh yeah, we need. We gotta pick. finish. We gotta try this yeah. whistle pick. So, when did, so now this one. Uh huh. That is a five hundred dollar bottle right there. That that's, is retail pricing. That's, that's, retail. Yeah. that's why it's not on secondary markets because just it's so wait. high to begin with. Just yeah. wait. Still, I would not pay five hundred dollars for right. it. Right, but it is goddamn good. But I've never had a whistle whistle pig product where I was well, like, see, mm, "This is me okay. neither." Me neither because everything I, until, is amazing. Until this one, I, I'm I'm not a whistle pig guy. Period. Oh, oh, I was saying the exact opposite. Oh, you like whistle pig? I think everything everything mm, I've ever had really? from there, I'm like, mm, yes. That's how yeah, I am with. You've bookers. not had smokestack though. No, oh God. But even ah, there, where, speaking of that, where is that? It's is right there. there. Oh, you're so gonna that's, have to that's have the other that. one I've not had, and we don't have to pour this. But Riff, tell me yeah. about tell me about Riff. 
Which one? The black bottle in the back. So oh, the they do a riff? lot of the new, yeah, riff. new riff. It's good. Oh, the new riff. Is it? It's really it's good. good. It's good. No, it's really good. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things, but no, I don't ever see it. that no. on the shelf. Yeah. No, I think where'd, where'd Will get this one from? It was like, where'd he go? I don't remember. He got it out of town somewhere. He yeah. can't yeah. even get it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I've not been a big whistle pig guy. I've always been, meh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's but, a good but one. This one. Huh. All right. Well, let's so talk tell me, more. Tell me about it. Give me the long, the long pour. Is it, is it unfiltered? Oh, is it non-chill filtered? So it's uh, 13 years aged. Hell yeah! It's 118.8 mm-hmm. proofs. I'm not scared. And bottled in Whiskey Farm. Well, the handy is like 127, I think. So yeah. Um, it does not say. It just says straight rye mm-hmm. whiskey. It does not say anything about uh, unfiltered or. Yeah, let's pour it. I know. I'm like, I love me some rye. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they're so dynamic. So what about so what about four grain? You guys, yeah. you guys, yeah. Get I've had the E.H. Taylor four grain, and that is some overhyped hysteria. Yeah, he's oh. blast. He's he's dumb talking. No, I'm not. The, the I'm not e. opposed to having something amazing. good in any a, variety. Yeah, whether yeah, it's no, sure. rye or wheat or a good. But I've not or had a good hot dog. Yeah, I've not had a good four grain. Uh, mm. For some reason, I have an eight thirty nine alarm going off on my phone. <laughs> Who sets an mm. alarm for eight thirty nine in the evening? It seems <laughs> awfully random. No, it's China, dude. Look, here's my alarms. Do you see an eight thirty nine <laughs> alarm in any of those? Hmm. Maybe you snoozed it at eight thirty on accident. I guess that could have been happening. Who okay. knows? But yeah, try, try some of that and see what you think. We had a uh, we did a uh, steak we did a steak dinner for uh, feeding wise kids charity mm-hmm. group and the uh, owners of that charity if you will they came out to the hacienda out here and mm-hmm. we cooked them a big steak mm-hmm. dinner that's what they brought us yeah that's we, a few, uh, couple yeah, more drops that's a, little drops that's a baller uh, it, it's it's yeah. really good but again I, I could not pay for it like what. What's the most you guys have paid for a bottle of whiskey? Oh, if you don't, if you Chance, don't mind, Chance can't tell us this. If you don't mind saying. I'm going to go 160 Yeah, so like like 150 is like my yeah, cap. I, th- I think, you know, I don't think I have anything on, over now. Because, I, but I also, my, my, my best buddy here, my, my brother here, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love him to death. Because I... I want expensive whiskey. <laughs> right. Yeah. But see, my problem is if if I buy, like if I spend $200 on a bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. I'm going to covet it too much to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm not there. That's my problem. Like, what, what, like I buy whiskey to drink. Yeah. And, and I don't want to buy some. It's like, it's like buying your dream Porsche, and you don't ever want to drive, drive it because you don't want to get it dinged. Yeah. You dinged. know? But that, that handy is like, as soon as I get it, I'm like... I open it, so I'm like, okay, I can't that's sit, like, sit around. That's like just, just scratching that. the car intentionally yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's done. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of whiskey down there and none of it. Now, I have some important whiskeys, if mm-hmm. you will, that I probably won't just let Doc go down there and chug the bottle. I'm telling you, bro, that stuff's good. <laughs> I think the most Doc's ever spent on whiskey is probably like 40 20. bucks. 
That's right. <laughs> I'm a value shopper. It was, so I got it's this. not even Canadian Mist. It's now, uh-uh. uh, what's the Evan Williams? Evan Williams it, White yeah, Label. Which is good. Which is good. Great goddamn stuff. whiskey. Don't get me wrong. Have you had yeah, that? The, the White Label Evan Williams? Uh-uh. It's like 100 proof. Bottled and bond. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like 30 bucks for a gallon. Oh. Uh, yeah. Dude, it's good. It's good <laughs> every day. What about early juice. times? Early times. Hey, it's good. You know, I got two bond. bottles down there. Bottled yeah. and bond with the blue label. Yeah. yeah. I, got I like me some old granddad. Yeah, old granddad. There's plenty of juices. I've got some old granddad 114 sitting in my cabinet <laughs> about doc and so you got to watch doc so mm-hmm. i got this bottle for christmas from from this big man right over here mm-hmm. one time it was um the hell was it uh it was the old saint nick old saint nick uh-huh. yeah i don't know if you've ever seen this mm-hmm. which was ra- really really rare at the time we've mm-hmm. never seen it here i've never even heard of it oh i know what you're talking about. it's it's in a dark bottle yeah it's got the um oh sorry it's got the wax on wax, the top. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going we're going somewhere. I don't remember where. It was like a birthday party or to Chance's house or somebody's house. We're going somewhere. So I swing by and pick up Doc. I'm like, hey bro, look in that console, man. I got I got bring it. We're gonna we're gonna break it open tonight. We're gonna smoke <laughs> some cigars. We'll get some steak. Right. So I'm driving, it's dark in my truck. And here the next thing I hear is <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling out of the bottle. Yes. Oh, Why wait to get to your destination? I'm just saying. Last. I was just sitting over there going. Are you serious? I mean, <laughs> you told him you said we're going to crack it. Yeah, so of yeah, course he, he was parked on the side of the road, so it wasn't yeah. a moving violation. <laughs> yeah, it was. Not, yeah, obviously, no. obviously. Oh yeah. We, well, gosh. we were we were at our destination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. So I learned this um, when my uncle, and it's a long story, but I'm going to make it quick. Yeah, yeah, no, we got all the time in the world. Go my for uncle it. passed away, and I was hanging out with his people, and we were over the bed of a truck, and we they popped open uh, Jack Daniels was his whiskey of choice. Okay. And they popped open this square bottle, like they called it, and they took the lid off and just threw it into the woods. Mm. And I was like, that was such a ceremonial thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh. it hit me so hard yeah. because they were just like, we're going to sit here until this is gone. Oof. And it was like seven or eight of us. So, yeah. okay, so it, it wasn't would, that big of a yeah. deal. It wasn't but still, but, but I mean, it was the, mm. I mean, I get chills just telling you that. Yeah, yeah. And so I've always like wanted to recreate that moment. And I've tried it a couple of times and it's never served well. Never. <laughs> it's never as cool. I've either gotten in trouble or gotten in trouble. <laughs> but it was such a such a thing to me. Like, and when you said that, oh yeah, I was thinking, did he just roll down the window and just throw it out? <laughs> I think you have to go with a more expensive bottle of whiskey. You know, you have to really symbolize a moment. By, oh yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. dropping eighty bucks, a hundred bucks on a bottle of whiskey and being like. We're gonna finish this. Down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've uh. Well, that was just his, that was his flavor. That was his go-to whiskey. Oh yeah. So that was the symbolism or the the meaning behind it. Uh-huh. It was it was just a cool thing. Um, congratulations! You just reached podcast history. History. Are we there? Us. Yeah. That's, the longest that's one. That's longest one. Full three hey. hours. Um, full oh, three hours. Hell. Oh yeah. I don't know. I'm I, feel like, I feel like we're just cracking. I know open we're just getting started. Man. We still got another <laughs> bottle of something. Oh we can't cracking the bottle. Oh, <laughs> I do want to taste that. Yeah, yeah. That we cannot sure. speak of. Uh, the bottle we leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll have that as yeah. we're yeah. editing things down here yeah. in a little bit because it'll take us. Are, 30 is there going to be a point where brisket has diminishing returns? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We're there, right? <laughs> um, I think that. Um, well, thanks to all of the people that are turning their back on beef, I think that beef 
prices are going to inevitably slide back down. I hope not. I hope. I'm a cattleman. I don't. I'm liking beef prices. Yeah, but not but for long. But that's fair. But yeah. but what's going to happen is you're going to. Ha- I mean, there's there's always going to be these these cycles, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So beef prices are going to come back down, and so production's going to go down, and so prices are going to come back up, mm-hmm. and so production is going to go back up. I mean, there's always going to be people are going to be chasing flow. the money, yeah. you know. Um, but I think I. I Maybe it's wishful thinking, but I feel like we're kind of tapped out. At the you apex. Know? With I mean, when you have what, – what, you guys, who posted that the other day? What? About our brisket prices getting out of control. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I told you the place down the street from me is $29 a pound for brisket. Oh, I mean, and you said there was a place that was $31 a pound yeah. for brisket. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – Jesus. Like, you and I both know how much work goes into cooking a brisket. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing. Like, I'm not going to, I mean, even for convenience, I'm not paying $29 a pound no, for brisket. No. Like, it's the same thing with the steak. Yeah. Like, I'd rather buy a decent steak and cook it myself. Yeah. I'd rather buy a decent brisket and cook it myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have leftovers if I cook an entire brisket. For sure. If I buy a pound of brisket, there ain't going to be nobody leftovers. Yeah, but no. I, do you think the the some of the problem with that is just like our housing market is, is like we would not spend... A million dollars on a three-bedroom, two-bath house on an acre, but, but California somebody moving in from California would. Yeah, is that that is, doesn't affect food prices. You don't. But well, no. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, do you think if 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 they're selling it, if there's plenty of people moving in, if you will, and mm-hmm. buying said hundred and fifty dollar for one brisket? If they're not having a problem selling it, is it is it going to go back down? Well, that's that's the the classic. Like it's worth what people will pay. Hey, yeah, yeah. right. And right now, it, people are saying, yeah. "Okay, oh I'm, yeah, they are." I'm going to bitch only, about it, but I'm going to pay it. The only for thing like our taxes. Yeah. yeah, the only thing that's going to change is when that pitmaster is standing there looking at 15 briskets at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, you know, until that happens, it's not going to change. Yeah. So I mean, still you know, huge... people say vote with your dollar. Yeah, and in in essence, you are. But I mean. The only thing that's going to change is if he doesn't sell out, mm. you know, and maybe he just takes it a different way and goes, well, I'm not going to prep 75 briskets tomorrow. I'm going to prep right. 68, yep. you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I don't they're, not, they're not having a problem getting rid of it. That's okay. Right. Sure. With that said, so what's, why your, aren't we selling what's your favorite know, shovel right? meats? Like favorite what? Shovel meats. You know, your low cost cuts that. Dude, pork jowl. Pork oh. jowl, pork jowl. How do you how do you do that? Smoke oh, it or? Oh man! Are you cooking okay. pork sous vide it? Oh, sous vide it and then sear it. So it's oh. it's consider it a. Is that not tough? No, well, sous vide it. Is that what you sous vide yeah, for? You right? break yeah. it down. Oh. So it's almost like a small uh, belly, but it's a jowl, right? So yeah. it's it, it's layered almost the same. It's meat, fat, meat. You know. But you have to break it down. We just smoked oh, a whole pig so not good. too long ago. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> oh, it was at Bean's house. <laughs> That's sun- it was oh, super, super real. No, Sunday. I did get invited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was he literally called me the morning, the morning of, of yeah, and he's like, like, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Yeah, come on, I, go, I just had a kid and I showed up. What was your I know, excuse? right? Yeah, I was hosting a Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if you would have called me, but he does that shit. He'll be pulling into oh, yeah. Denton, and yeah. he'll go. He'll call hey. me. He'll call me at eleven forty-five. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, man. Meet me for lunch. I'm yeah. pulling up at so and so right now, and I'm like, you think I'm just sitting around? 
waiting <laughs> to have lunch. I've been cooking my lunch for an hour and a half. <laughs> he lives a house down from me, so like 8 p.m. a call. Hey, what do y'all want to do for dinner? Yeah, bro. We just we're, ate going, we're going to bed. He's so last minute. My pajamas are on, bro. But uh, it was it was good, dude. Yeah, it was good. I bet. I've never done a full pig on a smoker like that. Man, it was good. I talked to him because uh, he called me and he's like, "Hey, man, you should come over." And I'm like. And it's the last minute. And I was like, but tell me more about this pig. Yeah. What are you doing? Where'd you get it from? Yeah. How are you going to cook it? What are you going to season it with? Like, yep. you're going to baste it? You're going to cover it? I mean, yeah, I think we <laughs> used mayonnaise yeah. for the base. Dude, yeah. mayonnaise mayonnaise on grilled meats is super underrated fish. Yeah. You ever done uh, redfish on the half shell and use mayonnaise <sighs> as your... So I've, I've not had a lot of a good experience with redfish. Really? Yeah. Mm, but I, I do I do salmon and yeah. I do uh, ruby red trout or mm. even rainbow trout yeah and do like a, a mayonnaise coating on yep. it and cast iron it yeah and that's it's a, some of the best fish that these boys ever had amazing. yeah we yeah. Uh, Dukes we brought yeah. back some redfish from a fishing trip with Lynn Stuckey mm-hmm. and um, they did the whole mayonnaise thing mm-hmm. tasted great and then we did just out of curiosity a couple and then like super fishy. Yeah. Huge yeah. noticeable. Well, that's what, I think that's what a big thing it does. It takes away all that fishy. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. But it well, also it, it keeps well, it from sticking, and it's a fat. Yeah. And it bastes, and it. I mean, it just does. And it there's a citrus aspect. Yeah. I mean, there's so many yeah. different things. That's some of my. We went on a fishing trip the first time, and there was this old dude. And part of the fishing trip was is, uh, we caught like, rare or not rare, but just different. Most of the stuff was like redfish, but then we caught uh, sounds rare. Yeah, well, not this one wasn't, but like whatever smaller fish or stuff that we couldn't keep like 15 of, mm-hmm. he would cook for us that evening. Mm-hmm. And we were out there, and you know, we're all country boys, man. I mm-hmm. cook fish all the time, fried fish, whatever. He was like, man, I'm going to show you boys how to cook fish. Mm-hmm. Man, come on. You know who we are, Yeah, bro? show me something. Yeah. Man, we're not from the city, man. We're from the country. And yeah. he, he pulled out the – he had like a big old gallon of mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. What the Blue hell plate. Are you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had the old uh, – the old paintbrush, boy. I mean, a real <laughs> paintbrush. He's yeah. all dabbing in it. <laughs> Synthetic bristle. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? But it was the best freaking fish yeah. I've ever had in my life. Well, I think we need to get to wrapping this up. All right. And I think uh, since we're on a Robert Earl King kick and his legal department hasn't contacted yeah, us yet. Yeah, they ain't suited yet. I got a perfect song to you know wind this down with that I'm going to throw in there at the end since we've had the conversation about this topic multiple yeah. times. In there. But anyways, thanks for joining us for yeah, our 50th for, podcast. Yeah, 50. Before we go again, what's your how do, how do people reach you and book and all that jazz? Uh, eat at fam.com. Yep. Hit it up. Uh, reservations are put there. I I release, I try to release by the 15th for the following month. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, thus the name fam, I try to ban it, balance all of my family obligations mm. and, and work around that. Um, it's getting less and less as my kids get older. But um, food adventure memories on uh, Facebook. Um, and then I think it's food adventure memories or just my name, Brad Green, mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. So awesome. and, and Instagram is just food pictures, yeah. just food porn, straight. Yeah, you know. it's good porn. So, yep. But you're, you're, I need to get your thing embodies what the whiskey bro mantra is all about. It's yeah. like time around the table. Yeah. Good food yep. and good people. Always a That's, seat at my table. Yeah. 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 There you go. Right awesome. Um, Again, thanks for listening to all you haters that said we'd never make it. Look at us now. Yeah, 50th 13, podcast. 13 people. 13 followers. And cool. Dude, yeah. I feel privileged to be here for the 50th. <laughs> for the 50th. Yeah. Well, you were our selected special <laughs> guest. Hey, this man we right did here. this on purpose because uh-huh. we were going to get you on on number three. 
But I was like, no, 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 no. No, we're going to wait till <laughs> 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 ah, We've got to play this. We've got to polish we're this turn. Slow first. play this. Okay. okay. So uh, much fun. Yeah, it's awesome, man. And yeah. we're, we're definitely going to book uh, another meal for sure. Yeah, I, I really want to later. So yeah, I'm thinking July. So he has yeah. a bread and, July. Bread and butter July. class or July. something like that. July. Up. Oh, and we need and to do. Can I do a quick plug? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Oh, and your podcast. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we're thinking. Yeah, we have my. I have a podcast as well, but it's cycling oriented. That's and fine. there's also we talk about we Everything. go down rabbit holes as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's called Shiftless. 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 Shift. Shift. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I host that with my longtime buddy Kevin Lee. Um, he's a race organizer, puts on cycling races and stuff. Sweet. But um, I'm guest chefing at the Barrel Restaurant in Bartonville. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the chef for their wine tasting dinner okay. on July 25th. So Do you nice. need three security officers <laughs> or sous chefs <laughs> or, or, or quality assurance personnel. Yeah. Um, or call consumers. Us, yeah. Call us whatever yeah. the hell you want to. Right. Um, so awesome. I think that I, I was, I was totally humbled, but I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So. That's awesome, man. This cool. has been way more fun than I anticipated. Well, good, good. Yeah. We'll have, I mean, we'll I knew it was going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take that as a cut down. No, no, I'm not. That's, this has been a blast. Yeah. And we'll do it again. The longest sure. runtime thus far. Yeah, I'm seeing I, a video in our future. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah. be Let's do it. freaking yeah. awesome. Let's do it. It's fun. I wish we were making money on these because it'd be no, really big. Right. <laughs> you know? We do it out of love. Hello, Someday. HGTV. Someday. Hello, Discovery. Come on. Yeah. Hello, Whistle Pig. Yeah. Whistle Hello, Pig. Yeah. Hello, Handy. It's a work of the heart. So yeah. you guys know the yeah. the whole Sazerac. Have you all even discussed this? The Sazerac RNDC like dispute. The the whole uh, about the distribution. Yeah. Like, not in length. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's we, why that's why Buffalo Trace is everywhere now and yeah. and. Weller is so readily available because they they basically divorced. Their distributors were hogging it all. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Weller, did you see they come out with some kind of new Weller? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another one we can't find. No, we'll never be able to find it until Chance buys it for eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. That was delicious, by the way. Which one? The, the Boss Hog. The Boss Hog. It is. It, it is I really good. Think, yeah, me too. That was my oh, favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite. That, the whole whole. Shoot but what's match. really crazy is I really love that handy, but man, that Pikesville is probably number two for me. Yeah. God, well, you that. got oh, you. Man, a, I love that. Nothing can follow. Nothing can follow. No, 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 no. Nothing. No. Can, I mean, like I feel like I was set up for failure because you poured <laughs> this right after this. I'm like, eh, no, yeah, that's. It, but that's how you know it's really good. Is like when you drink it mm-hmm. and you drink something afterwards, even even a couple afterwards, mm-hmm. and you're like. Which is really good juice. Don't get me wrong. Like this stuff that we've drunk tonight, it's really extremely good stuff. But yeah. it's just like it ain't it ain't handy. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't no. handy. I, and it makes you wonder, like, what are they doing? Yeah, I like, don't. What are know. they doing? Yeah, you know, I, especially I really, like pouring butter the, into it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're saying it's the Melting same juice that down. traditional Sazerac, like the one with the squatty ornate bottle, yeah. is. But this is just it's just the just right, for a right place in the Rick House and the right. Amount yeah. of aging on it, I don't know, man. Yeah, but it's crazy because Witchcraft. like every handy that we've ever had has been yeah phenomenal. Yeah, man. they're all different on their own, but they're all very similar. Yes, yeah. Yep. The, the handy profile, the flavor profile, so is good. indistinguishable. Don't we have so a uh, podcast name? Everyone needs a handy or something. Yes, like we that? do. <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> yes, we do. Speaking of which, y'all didn't y'all didn't say what the 
name of this podcast. Yeah. Oh that's, yeah, Whiskey Bros around the table, and that's the key factor. Is when you type us in, you got to do type. No, in the what the name the table. of this podcast? Yeah. is Oh, it's going to be. Fan, yeah. Usually, when we have a guest on, it's usually just. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah, we eh, we had a couple of silly slogans tonight, but yeah. nothing major. Yeah, it'll yeah. probably just be your name or somebody. Yeah. It'll okay. be, yeah. yeah, Family Adventure. 50th. Yeah. I think 50th, 50th yeah. needs yeah. to be 50th in there. 50th Fam featuring Brad I agree. Green. Yeah, we'll do the okay. whole Faculty Fry Fest thing. We'll do it with the 50th Fam Phenomenal. What was that? <laughs> what, <was your>, <laughs> what was your dining style you said? Fag- yeah, Fagley, Fagley style. style. Fagley style. Yeah. Yeah. 50th Fam, Fagley Fuck for all, dude. Last last last, pod, last podcast was hard. We literally sat in here for probably a good thirty minutes. Yeah, trying to deba- think of a debate. Well, no, we had we had them. We were just debating. We were backtracking, right. trying to figure right, out what we're going to call this one. What are we yeah. going to call this one? Yep. So right. it's awesome, man. I, this That's is it awesome. for us. Yeah. Thanks again, Brad. Man, it's been a pleasure. Anytime, dude. We we'll have to do it again. So good. And we'll great. be we'll be visiting your house sooner. And I'm gonna make these guys later. take me to my birthday. If you're if you got July 22nd, I'm gonna make them make yeah. them take me. It's yeah. on. Yeah, it's I on. Sure. I haven't even announced it yet. Well, you just did. Yeah. For at least 13 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be. Uh, yeah. I don't, we're not doing one next Sunday because it's Father's Day, and I've been told that I cannot be here. It's Father's Day. You get That's to do awesome. what you want to on that day. Apparently, she's got something big planned. So oh I'm God. Not I'm not arguing. But anyways. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Good night. Adios.
Thank you. 